I still get nervous when I speak at city councils, even after doing it for like six years, you know? Do you really? Sometimes more than others, you know? It's, it's intimidating to have the courage to go up there and speak and to be belittled by them at the same time and then to be bad-mouthed by Lost Coast Outposts for sticking up for children in your community, basically. Is that the hardest part is you're worried about the aftermath of nope, what you say? I'm not worried at all. I'll stick my name on any of it. Does that happen a lot where you do get backlash because of what you say? Yeah. Five of us went to a meeting to talk about uh, what we can do to help homeless people and stuff. And one of the Lost Coast Outpost reporters came there not to really cover the meeting, but to cover the fact that we were there and accused us of making trouble and stuff like that. And there were some other people there that said it would have been a better meeting if we wouldn't have been there. But the fact is, if us five wouldn't have been there, there wouldn't have been nobody there. There was nobody else there but us five. They lie all the time. Lost Coast Outpost does? Oh, hard. Big time. Is that just in reference to these kind of culture war battles that are popping up? You attribute that lie aspect to just Honestly, anything that's coverage. bad, they cover it up. Just like, you know, what I'm here to talk about. Both things that I'm here to talk about, they cover up. Well, Hatcher specifically, back in the day, I it, it was kind of the midst of COVID. I actually had Lazara Firefox Allen on the podcast, and we were we were talking. And one of the things that she said that kind of stuck out to me was that you didn't have to abstain from drug use to work there that you could be a user they weren't about abstinence it was just about the safety aspect well right now they're advertising for people to be employed there and that's one of the requirements you have to be a drug addict they actually say that you have to use drugs you have to be a drug addict or have had to be a drug addict and speaking of the risks of firefox when they closed down hatcher next to the library and they told them to cease and desist the next day, she was openly on Facebook saying she was going to do it anyway, no matter what they told her, and was looking for people to help her do it, including selling drugs. Yeah, you were the one that actually informed me that they're still operating in the city. I was under the impression that when their location by the library closed, they were gone. The city bought them two vans to distribute all the way from Oric to Garberville, plus they are under Samoa Bridge once or twice a week, handing out endless needles. And they're also at St. Vincent de Paul free meal, handing out needles and home delivery. So no, they're not shut down. And then they put their office in Arcata next to Harbor Freight on Gentoli Lane. And that's actually being shut down right now because of the, what they've drawn there by handing out needles. And I, I suspect they're still selling drugs out of there th- at the back door because they're not supposed to give away any needles there, but they got their van on the backside of the office, handed them out that way. And like I say, there's been so much of a bigger problem since they came. And I don't know if you're familiar with Gentoli Lane, it was already bad enough. And now it's just completely out of control and they're shutting them, they're shutting their office down there now. I just found out about that. I just went on a cleanup in McKinleyville, across from North, North Coast Awning, there's a big green belt there. And when you just step off the side of Central Avenue, the path is about three foot wide. And if you go in there, it's like a subdivision of homeless camps. One here, one there, one here, one there. And I estimate 1,500 to 2,000 pounds of trash in each camp. Easy. 
uh, John Shelter's back there with New Directions, and he's got about 100 bags of garbage already bagged up, and that does not even put a dent on what's back there. I mean, the National Guard needs to be called in. Uh, Steve, Mag- Steve Madrone, Board of Supervisors, that's his area there. He needs to go take a look at that. I mean, I bet anybody that went back there would be in shock. I'm back there with garbage bags and my picker going, where do I even start? I mean, if you went to the dump and seen the pile they had at the dump, it wouldn't be compared to what's out there. It's not bad. You have to see it for yourself. It's an environmental catastrophe. Anyway. So for people that aren't familiar with you, what is your background? So you can kind of explain why you're back there cleaning it up. Okay. Well, born in Humboldt County, I really care about my county, and I'm a citizen of Fortuna, and I really care about Fortuna. Uh, about six years ago, um, River Life Foundation, founded by Sean Swanson, he they found a 1,000 needles on a cleanup in Fortuna. Just outrageous number. And I seen that on Facebook, and I'm like, I got to start volunteering for this, and I got to start helping clean this up. So I did. And I also went to the, my first city council meeting when Sean went to it, and he had a petition, you know, to shut down Hatcher. And that's when I met Cornelius and basically started right along with him fighting against it ever since that day. And so then I volunteered for River Life Foundation um, for the last about five years, I'd say, maybe six. And, um, well, I'm the vice president of River Life Foundation now. And what is River Life Foundation for people we, that don't know? We're, uh, we clean up homeless camps and needle litter in Fortuna and surrounding areas. And recently I just joined the Packout team who do the same thing here in Eureka, McKinleyville, all over. Uh, I've got about four cleanups uh, under my belt with them. I really like volunteering for them. And that's where I did the cleanup on Central Avenue I was telling you about. Um, it's out of control. This is all all because of enabling and the needle handout, the free services is what's causing all of this. Of course, the laws that are really easy on criminals, you know, repeat offenders. I mean, it's out of control. Well, Hatcher specifically, so they got shut down because somebody was selling drugs on the premises. There was right? an undercover investigation by the Eureka Police Department and... They were uh, shooting up in the bathroom there, and they were selling it right in the parking lot. And it goes beyond that. They were selling drugs. People that worked there were selling the drugs. So then how does that work that the city now buys them vans so that they can continue to operate? I don't know. They shut down Hatcher because they were caught like deer in the headlights. Uh, Honestly, Kim Bergell, the council member for eight years before she became mayor, babysit those and basically babysit Hatcher and protected them and but i think the outcry once they got caught selling drugs like that was too much and they the city had to do the council had to do something at that point i mean they were being looked at hard but then like i say right after that they helped buy them two vans two of those expensive mobile vans and now they distribute throughout the whole county ever since then that time and i also said you know larissa firefox defied their order to cease and desist and said she was going to Somewhere I've got the text of it. I showed it to the mayor, Susan Seaman, at the time, and she didn't do anything about it. Well, the buying them two vans to go continue operations doesn't really seem like a slap on the wrist for selling drugs. 
I mean, doesn't. you would think if any other business does that, are they going to be... That just seems like a crazy precedent. It gets even that. worse than that. Uh, like an outlet, I don't remember the exact name of, of the health department, <clears throat> actually told people during COVID when it first started to stock up on their favorite drug of choice. And also, if they couldn't get their favorite drug of choice, to stock up on their second favorite drug of choice because... And to, and to actually hide it from the cops as it's highly illegal, or you, you could be arrested or robbed. This is what the health department was telling people to do, telling drug addicts to do, right during the start of COVID. Hide it from the cops, stock up on your favorite drugs, hide it from the police, and be careful not to get robbed. I mean, Hatcher's even gone so far as to tell parents that are drug addicts to have their children learn how to shoot them up. So when their vein collapses, the children know how to do it. I mean, that's, it's terrible. Is that an alleged accusation? No, it's fact. That's fact. It's a fact. What kind of fact is that? It's a fact that was posted on their page. Quite oh, a like a little awareness. Yeah. Post. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, also they go to arts alive this several years ago. My friend had his daughter there and she went by a booth that was Hatcher and they gave his daughter a little button with a squirrel holding the syringe with hearts coming out the end, says let love lead on it. That's when he moved to Utah. He had enough of it. And I have a video of him actually speaking at the council meeting as well on the news and everything. Um, they're trying to destigmatize drug use in the eyes of children, basically. That's what I would call that, you know. I mean, it's outrageous what they do. I mean, they have boofing kits. You're familiar with that, aren't you? I don't know what a boofing kit is. Oh, that's so when your veins collapse, you can shoot it up your rear end. You can mix the drugs, shoot it up your rear end. Like brandy. Is that a real, that's a real thing? That's 100% real. And they recommend doing it. If your veins are collapsed, that's how you do it. You, it's equivalent of a turkey baster mixed with methamphetamine and water. And you shoot it up your rear end. Oh, you're actually shooting it up. Your ass. That's right. Not into your That's ass. That's right. Hey, that sound crazy or what? That's fact. That is. I've never heard of that. I could. I could show you on my phone. Brandy Wilson recommended it. And Brandy Wilson is. She was the director of Hatcher that ended up going to Chicago for another job, and got fired over there for doing the same thing she was doing here, which was selling drugs to the community. So was your beef with Hatcher? more the needle litter or the or the drug use aspect i don't kind of care about either one if they'd tell their clients to pick up their syringes i'd be happy if they didn't drop them in harm's way i don't care about anything else so your problem is the trash aspect i've seen them break into syringe receptacles for residue i seen a guy when marie calendars was still here broad daylight with one of those big syringe receptacles Spread out on the sidewalk, probably 100, 200 needles on the sidewalk, right? You know, cars driving by, he's scrounging for residue. And I don't think that's preventing any diseases. And people in, in these homeless camps, they they actually steal needles from each other. And, you know, that doesn't prevent diseases, which is what it all started for, was to prevent diseases. But I know two police officers have contracted hep C from being poked. And I have a friend that cleans up needles. He's been poked twice. I don't know if he contracted anything, but he got poked twice. Uh, I believe it was in Cooper's Gulch or Rust Park, one of those. So in your opinion, the whole we're stopping the spread of diseases, does that carry water? 
No. No. It's about making money. The more needles they hand out, the more grant money they get. Well, that's the crazy thing is it was pitched as a one-to-one exchange, but I don't know if it ever actually panned out that way. I walked with Kimber Gill and my sons a couple times around town trying to get along with her and everything. And I do, I'm civil with her. And uh, we walked over by Hatcher and then we walked over by the library and there was a guy, he was camped out on the sidewalk, had about 10 bags, garbage bags all around him and probably a hundred used needles all around his feet and everywhere else. And right next to him was a brand new box of 100 needles he just picked up from Hatcher. So what he did was litter about a hundred on the sidewalk and went and got a fresh box. He didn't bring any for no return. They're still over on the sidewalk. And me and Kim walked right by that. And then right in the parking lot next to him was a CSET officer with the CSET team. And me and Kim both went and talked to him and, and he walked over and talked to the guy and asked him to pick up his needles and the guy refused. And that was the end of that complete end of that. That was it. So then, you know, several times I've been over there, I've walked up to the steps of the library and find a needle right at the base of the steps. There's needles everywhere. Packout team picked up over 1500 needles in a 90 minute cleanup around the Taco Bell in and out area. 90 minute cleanup and then they're back in a week. So what is the solution to that? Does Hatcher, do they have people quit handing out free food, free service? You gotta see what I find in these camps, bags of beans, cans of food, free clothes piles are the worst. They give out free clothes piles. You know, people put it out in front of their house and services give clothes away. And then they go to these homeless camps. And then when it rains, those things, you wouldn't believe the weight they get. But no, this last cleanup I went, there was so many pairs of shoes and clothes and there was bags of beans and all kinds of canned food unopened. I mean, everybody's got to eat. I do have compassion, you know, but if you got people, excuse me, if you got people that keep repeating the same behavior over and over again, it's time to do something about it and hold them accountable for it. I'd say give them services for 30 days. And if they don't clean up their act or try to do something with their life, cut them off of it. Quit handing out free needles. That ain't helping anybody. I mean, they're buried in our sand at the beaches. They're in the waterways. They're in creeks. You could go to Applebee's and look at the gutter on the side of the road where you park and you'll see them shoved up in there. They're all through the landscaping. Talk to any business, rent a center. It don't matter. Napa, talk to anybody that works there. They'll tell you they find needles constantly. Now, if you were going to steal man the other side, they would say they're going to get access to these needles regardless of if the program's there or not. Well, maybe if they had to buy their own, they wouldn't just throw them away. Like, honestly, I think this was all started for meth addicts that were shooting up. And I don't think meth addicts dropped their needles. But I, these heroin addicts, they're nodding off, and now the fentanyl, it's even stronger. They don't care where their needle goes. They usually nod off and drop it right where they're at. And it's not helping prevent any diseases. It's only enabling is all it's doing. I mean, you, I don't know, you know, clean needle, maybe they should have access. But handing out 100 needles to a person with no return, that's unacceptable. And then not even telling them. Hey, please don't drop your needles. Like 
Kim, she wanted to work with me. Let's do something together, James. I said, okay, let's go to Hatcher and we'll ask them nicely to tell their clients not to drop their syringes. Oh no, I can't do that. She says, I, I can't do that. Hatcher's not in Eureka anymore. I said, well, they got two vans and they're under Samoa and they're over at free meal, but you can't do that. You know why she can't do that? Because she's in cahoots with them. That's why she can't do it. That's why she's never said anything bad about them. And it's a fact. That's just a fact. Uh, right. What, a, kind of, what kind of fact is that? Right. A, okay. Here's a fact. Right across from City Hall was Victor Compost, the lawyer that got caught with seven ounces of fentanyl, and he had access to every every office in that building, including Hatcher's building. I'm not familiar with that case. Well, my friend was driving cab, and he picked many people up from there that were obviously dealing drugs from there. And he'd take them from there, and he'd drop them off at homeless camps. That's how they were spreading the drugs around. How does that relate to Kim? Well, she's the mayor and she's right across from the, right across the street from it in city hall. And also Hatcher delivers, uh, needles all over the County, including Eureka under Samoa bridge and the free meal at St. Vincent de Paul. That's in Eureka. Do people know that Hatcher is still operating? No, most people no. are fooled. They thought Hatcher was shut down three years ago and they always bad mouthed me. Uh, no, they were shut down. That's how ignorant you are. And no, they weren't shut down. The city bought them two vans. And then people say, well, what are you doing about it? What solutions do you have? What do you do to do anything better? I mean, I pick them up. I pick the needles up after them. I've went to city council meetings trying to get the a council and mayor to do something to help these people, to help homeless people, actually help them. You know, it's called tough love, not called coddling. You can't just coddle, hey, little whippy baby, you want to pick up your needle? And then it's like a circle. They brought the methadone clinic here, you know, it's like a circle of cash grants. Create the problem, create something to try to do something for the solution, money. It's a money circle. Yeah, I never understood the idea that you were going to give these homeless people these needles and then they were going to put them in these boxes or bring them back. Not because they're bad people and they want to litter per se, but if you're homeless, I would imagine the last thing you care about is where you drop your needle or where you drop your shirt. And or if where you you're on heroin, stuff. you're not going to care. They do heroin to make them not care about nothing. And fentanyl now, I mean, there's not really any heroin left anymore. It's all fentanyl. Do you think that switch to heroin is what's causing a lot of these problems? I think that it's like a stronger version of heroin and it's caused a lot more problem. Yeah. Very, very addictive. But you said it wasn't, you thought the program started out for people that were doing meth. And 20 years ago, they would more. return those needles and 20 then years ago. Heroin. 20 now, years ago. I'm not saying they even returned them. I'm saying they didn't drop them. They were more responsible because they weren't nodding off on heroin and fentanyl. Meth is a totally different drug. But even the heroin people, they're going to wake up after they pass out. Yeah. It's not like they're falling asleep. But they're not going to pick on. up their needle, which sometimes is still stuck in their arm. They just don't care. They, they know they can get more needles. They don't need to pick them up to return them. They know they'll be given a box of a hundred without any question. Even you could go in there. You could go in there and act like you were a drug addict. They'd give you, they'd give you a meth pipe. They'd give you, uh, probably give you some Narcan. They'd give you some sterile water, probably some band-aids. And they'd give you a box of a hundred needles. 
No, the Narcan well, thing is fascinating. Where they're trying to do this push that everybody should just carry Narcan, even kids that have parents that shoot up should have Narcan. Narcan. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, I I get the sentiment behind it that if you can help, you should help, but it's just it's a weird place and time where you should just carry around Narcan because the odds might be that you run across somebody who's OD'd in the street. Could happen. And, you know, they don't have much time if they're OD in like five minutes, I think. What about a safe injection site? Those seem to get thrown around as well. Oh, a, yeah, they're trying, to, they're trying to make that possible, and they're going to have drugs right on site to give them as well. Would that be a good argument against the needle litter, though, if you have to go there to use the needle you and know, stays there? It all goes hand in hand. You, that won't solve the problem. Yeah, they'll go there and inject drugs, and then they'll go to their camp and hoard in a bunch more garbage, you know? Like, I'm up there at this last cleanup. I didn't find a lot of needles at this, the camps that I was cleaning. We found two with no needle on it, just the plastic piece. I'm sure there is more, you know, if you get to digging. But besides the needle, the amount of garbage that is there is just absolutely disgusting and overwhelming. Just that in itself is an environmental catastrophe. I'm 1,500 to 2,000 pounds of garbage in each camp, and that's an easy estimate. That's not an uh, exaggeration. I mean, you could drive up there right now, park it, park across the street. It's right next to that trailer court across from North Coast Awning. Walk in there, past three feet wide. It's not hidden. And you would be in shock. And I promise you'd be in shock. You'd be like, oh, my God. I mean, I wish I would have had my phone on me to take pictures. I mean, I'm I'm cleaning it up. I'm, you know, I'm volunteering my time. Like, I drive all the way from Fortuna for that cleanup to go pick up trash. And I'm not trying to, like, hmm, I don't know how to say it. I'm just there to pick up litter. And... I appreciate the people that are cleaning up the litter is, I guess, what I'm trying to say. But I was in shock at the amount of litter. Like you say, you need the National Guard. You need to declare a state of emergency, environmental catastrophe. Uh, there's a cleanup coming up at the in the marshes in Arcata. They usually find at least 500 needles there like every week. And there's a cleanup. It's sponsored by a local pet store. And... There'll be tons of needles up there. And like I say, we're going to clean up Gentoli Lane this Saturday, and I know there'll be hundreds of needles there because that's where Hatcher is. That's right where they hand them out, and there's going to be hundreds of them. Well, how do you how do you fight the problem? Because people are going to do drugs if they want to do drugs. And if you're homeless, you're carrying around everything that you own. So if you've got all these clothes, you've got all of this stuff. The laws need to be changed. But changed to what? How do you fight that? Well, under an ounce is legal now. That should have never happened. Anybody caught with a syringe, in my opinion, should be arrested. You caught with a syringe full of fentanyl in it, you should be arrested and put in jail. They've tried to normalize all of it. So if they arrest somebody with a needle on them, nothing's done to them. You hear you've got an illegal drug in there in a syringe, and it's just being normalized. Well, Legal, but not legal, right? Seems to be the stance. No consequences. It's, it is legal because anything under an ounce is legal now. And California, Oregon, Washington. 
and it's been that way for a long time. But do you think the root cause of this is the drug use, or do you think there's something greater there that yeah. the drug use is there's no over? There's no homeless mom and pops roaming around Eureka. You've drove through Eureka. You've seen who, what, who the homeless people are. They're, yeah, but John Shelter was homeless once, and now look at him. Yeah. And John Shelter, I believe, did drugs, too, and I think he openly talks. I had him on the podcast as well, and we, I and think that's we talked great. about that. That's wonderful. And he also helps homeless people. He employs them to help clean up these camps, and that's great. But what I'm saying, it's not mom and pop that are homeless in Eureka. I mean, you it's more than a parent. You know, it's not just somebody down on their luck. These are drug-addicted people, and most of them aren't from this area. They're sent here. They're from San Francisco. They get bust here. I always thought that was a conspiracy theory, that they were <laughs> busting them around. And I was actually down in L.A., and I was talking to a guy who said, this was all alleged because this is what he told me, but he said that he used to work for the FBI, and they would just they would bust them. You just ship people, you take them from one area, boss them to another area, because you couldn't do anything, so you just, that was your fight, you're just bossing around people. Also, people are attracted to the area because of the free services. Well, that's California in general, right? Yeah, but that's no excuse for this county not doing something about it. Everybody says, oh, it's bad everywhere, it's like that everywhere. Well, hey, let's start here and do something about it here, and not just use that for an excuse. So if I gave you a magic wand and, and you could just fix the problems what is your approach are you tackling the drug use and just criminalizing it across the board are you you're doing the services for 30 days and then if they don't meet you the nobody's criteria, gonna what? be able to quit drugs right away they need help i would send out people to help them i would i can't create any laws or anything like that but i think there needs to be laws created for mandatory help. If you, if somebody wants to keep doing this over and over and they don't want any help and they just want to continue to be basically a stain on society by, you know, sleeping in the doorways of businesses, breaking windows, shooting up in the doorways of businesses, taking a crap or peeing on the wall and doorways of businesses. We can't allow that. I don't want any help. I just want to keep doing this behavior. No, that's not acceptable. Uh, on my way to the cleanup, here's a guy walking down the street with his butt hanging out. I'm not kidding. Completely not a little plumber's crack. I'm talking completely hairy ass and all hanging out. I got it on video. I could show it to you. And uh, there's a guy in Fortuna does the same damn thing, walking down the street with his ass hanging out. You know, little kids see that. Well, I mean, that's light. You could see someone taking a shit on the sidewalk. I believe that's legal now. <laughs> Probably in San Francisco. <laughs> no, right here, Eureka. But no, and then I seen another one at Safeway scrounging through the garbage cans for whatever with his pants down to his ankles with his ass hanging out. At least I could say one thing for Fortuna. We don't put up with that crap there. The chief of police doesn't put up with it. The council and mayor don't put up with it. The city manager doesn't put up with it. None of them put up with it. What do they do in Fortuna, Boston, Eureka? They'll They'll recommend they head this way. Yeah. But see, the passing... Uh, passing the problem along doesn't solve anything. <laughs> well, the mission is here. So they send them, try to send them there for the services that are there. Fortuna don't have a mission. So it's not like just saying, go to Eureka, get out of our town. Go to where the services are, Arcata House or the mission. Uh, we don't want this behavior in Fortuna. Nobody does. So why does it seem like there's no focused effort on changing anything? It's almost just... We're going to keep the staff. The money train, that's why. 
That's why the Eureka City Council mayor don't want to change anything. Yeah, but the the mayor, okay, specifically for the mayor, it's not like she's getting direct funding by doing this. I mean, she's just getting her mayor pay. So they say. You think I mean, if you want to believe that, I don't believe it one bit. What do you believe? I believe she's making money on the side from all of it. I believe she's being paid to do the wrong thing for this city of Eureka. That's what I believe. Why would she do that? Money. I know, but. Greed. Who, who is funding? Yeah, yeah but who's who knows? That? Nobody knows that question. Maybe a private investigator would find that out. You know how politicians are. They all get rich one way or another. You know, the mayor only makes $600 a month. That's not very much money. They, just like any politician, they make their money on the side. Grant, skimming, what, whatever way they can. Uh, the good old buddy system, in her case, it's liberal buddies that she has, business owners. They kind of rub each other's back, just like any politician does. I mean, it's, you know, I don't even like saying nothing bad about her. I wish I could praise her. I wish I could say, wow, you've done a good job. Well, it's just that line of thinking. I mean, you could apply that to anything. You could say, you know, why is the ice cream machine broken at McDonald's? Oh, somebody's paying them not to fix it. I mean, there's no, there doesn't have to be any tangible. Let me tell you this. Susan Seaman was the previous mayor. You know what her biggest accomplished, self-admitted, biggest accomplishment was the Sarah Bareilles concert not making Eureka safer or cleaner or doing anything to help homeless people but the Sarah Bareilles concert is that what she, she said that she said it on Redwood News that's a disgrace and Kim ain't doing nothing either to make the city safer I, I'll say one thing I've been I've been telling them for probably the last two years to get bicycle cops in Old Town. And I've told, been told <clears throat> it's not safe for uh, police officers to ride their bicycles in Old Town. I'm like, really? But you want everybody else to ride bicycles. You want to take away all the parking lots. And you want everybody riding bikes and carrying groceries on their bicycle. But it's not safe for Eureka police officers to ride a bicycle to guard and protect the public. That's ridiculous. Anyway, I guess they're they finally doing it, though. I think they got a couple they're starting off with. So at least they listened to one of my ideas. <clears throat> my other idea was have them go to, to schools and teach the, you know, warn kids about the dangers of fentanyl, you know, candy and stuff they're putting fentanyl in. And Scooter Bauer, we like to call him Scooter. I think his name's Scott or Steve. I think it's Scott. I'm so used to calling him Scooter, I don't know. He's the one that wants everybody on bicycles, so we call him Scooter Bauer. Anyway, he laughed. He laughs at everything. <laughs> Big old grin on his face the whole time. He laughed at that. Uh, one time I was, he was, right before I got up for public comment, he said, everybody needs to really uh, not drop their e-cigarettes around town. That's a really hazardous situation and. It's a really bad thing dropping e-cigarettes. So I got up and said, yeah, those are bad. What about all these needles they're dropping? And he just laughed his head off, thought that was funny. Uh, what is his position? He's a council member. Okay. I believe he shuts down uh, mom and pop grows on his other job. Yeah, I, 
I, I don't know. It, it, there doesn't seem to be any focused effort on solving specifically the issue of homelessness. There's a lot of money surrounding it, but it just seems like it's this thing where, well, we're trying to solve the problem and this is the progress that we're making. Well, and this is where we are. With the economy now, it's way worse. Going to be all kinds of regular people being homeless. People were moving in with their parents because the the dream of buying a home, that's gone. With the interest rates, they just can't afford it. They can't even afford rent, so they're moving in with their parents. But the thing is about the syringe exchange in particular, it's corrupt. They sell drugs to the community. They hand out endless needles. It's not a one-for-one. They're enabling. They're making money doing it, and it's causing harm to this whole county, not just Eureka. How does Hatcher make money? Are they grant-funded? Yeah. Well, they're state now. I mean— George Soros started funding them over 20 years ago, Open Door Society. I don't know what Open Door Society is. That's a George Soros-funded, uh, basically a way to destroy America. I mean, if you want to start getting into, oh, leave George alone, you know, the Democrats say, but he's done more to destroy America than the average person, I tell you that. He's got billions of dollars to do it with. I, I am woefully blind around the George Soros situation. I know that supposedly he is funding these these DAs and these politicians who are soft eroding, on crime. Yeah, soft on crime, soft on drugs, all of this stuff, and that that is eroding the fabric of society to some extent. I mean, look at the laws that are creating that he helps create. Is that what is that the conspiracy around him though? Is that that's what he's doing? You know, one thing about conspiracy theories, they're all coming true. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Most of them. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean Is that how you would ju- describe the George Soros situation? He's in everything. He wants to feminize men. He wants America weak. Look what's going on with our military this transgender stuff. Uh, look what's going on with our kids, the indoctrination of children. Joe Biden want nine-year-old girls to take puberty blockers. Then if the parents stand up against it, he wants them t- their kids taken away by CPS. I mean, that's ridiculous. Look at Joe Biden's cabinet, the first woman four-star general in history, a transgender man named Richard. Okay, then look at Sam, what is it, Britain? Oh, that's the guy that was... Stealing everybody's Stealing the suitcases. He's yeah. into bestiality and going to kindergarten classes for drag queen story hour. Uh, then you've got, uh, look, Pete, Pete Buttigieg uh, just adopted twin boys, him and his man lover, you know, took what, three months maternity leave? What kind of man takes three months maternity leave? And then you've got Jean uh, Claude Pierre, whatever her name is, the first openly gay health secretary. Press secretary. Press secretary. His whole cabinet's full of that. And I've said it before, I don't hate anybody that's gay, but you can obviously see what Biden's doing. Then he traded a Russian arms dealer for Brittany Griner, another transgender. I thought she was a lesbian. I don't think she's trans. Who knows anymore? But he, and then he said, she is the best America has to offer. Then Nancy Pelosi, she uh, went on the RuPaul Drag Queen uh, show and said, drag queens represent the best of America. I mean, if you can't see their agenda and what they're trying to do I mean, to our children, it's, I was going to tell you about the cartoon, I remember it. It's, it's about a dog, he's demon-possessed, and it's aimed at kids when they get after, out of school. 
Oh God, I wish I could remember the name of that dog. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> They've gone after kids with cartoons. You could look up any of the cartoons and see. I mean, SpongeBob is gay with Patrick now. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. that's a real thing. Or that's is a real thing. A real watch, thing online. Watch some episodes of it. Uh, anyway, this dog is demon possessed, and this drag queen crap and the devil and evil stuff go hand in hand. I challenge you to look at anybody that supports drag queen shows or is involved in them to look at their Facebook page, and you'll find out right away. Devil horns. Uh, satanic symbols, and they all claim to be atheists, except they worship the devil. And that's just a fact. I, are these? Uh, I got to pause here for a sec. Are these all separate topics we're going over right now? Are I these guess. all tied? Is this tied to George Soros somehow? Mm, I don't know about the drag queen thing. I would, I would say the feminization of men is. And how is he achieving that? Money. He gives money to push it all. He hates America, and he he wants to destroy America. How do you do that? By making men weak. Look at our military. Look what's been done to it. Um, I mean, you could just look around, really, and anybody could see for themselves. Most people already know. You know? But if you were going to steal man the other side, they'd say you're just scapegoating a billionaire and attributing that's everything the, to all the society. That's the only thing they can say because that's the only answer they have. Or they might give you a laughing emoji. That's their next favorite thing to Have do. Have you gotten that a lot? Or they could call you a bigot. Oh, yeah. When they don't like facts, here comes the laughing emoji right away. But that's something that's difficult to prove because where are the facts in that? Other what than you could, said, track, you could track his who the candidates that he's spending okay, money on, but how do you prove what they're trying to achieve? How do you prove it? Well, yeah, you could say, okay, he's funding all of these liberal DAs or liberal politicians or liberal people espousing these ideas that are, how would you say that? Pushing, pushing the bar on some of these standards like policing, going soft on crime. But is that because he maybe look is at, aligned with those look ideas? Look at the people that are prosecutors now that are Democrats like Alvin Bragg and people like him. They're all George Soros funded. I mean, they don't hide it. Uh, they're not even hiding it. Matter of fact, they're not hiding any of this stuff I've talked about. Nobody's hiding any of it. Yeah, but I mean, how many of them are bought by Chevron or Shell? Oh, yeah. Or, but so why single out? What What is the fascinating? There seems like there's this ethos surrounding George Soros. Well, you're talking about corporations. This is a billionaire, multi-billionaire that is bent on the destruction of America. I mean, he sold out his own people. <clears throat> but no, no, nobody's hiding anything like, I don't know about the George Soros, but back to the, the drag queen thing. Um, like I said, look on any of the people's pages that support that. Tell me what you find. I want to talk about the drag thing too, but the George Soros thing is interesting because I've okay. heard that a lot, but I've never, I've never spent any time actually looking into any of that. Well, there's plenty of ways to look into it and do research to see who he funds and see how he funds these district attorneys and judges that do the wrong thing, that constantly release criminals, even when they're violent criminals, when they're caught with guns. I mean, they want to make it a law that if you use a gun to rob somebody, as long as you didn't pull the trigger and kill somebody, it's not a felony. That's what they're working on now. 
Uh, there's all kinds of laws like that. Look, repeat offenders. Uh, oh, it's racist to put them in jail. And I mean, there's so much I, I couldn't keep track, but I mean, anybody could do their own research if they didn't believe what I'm telling them. I mean, but is that George Soros or is that the will of some fringe element of society? And George Soros is just providing the funding. Well, he spends millions and millions of dollars to get these people elected. And yeah, but people still at the end of the day vote those people in. Yeah, but it's just like any election. The more money somebody gets, the easier it is for them to win. You got the average Joe over here. Nobody's putting any money on his campaign and showing what, you know, what his values are and what he's doing. And then you got George Soros pumping millions to get people elected. Money talks, you know, money, greed and money get results, unfortunately. Yeah, but the scary thing is these people aren't hiding what their plans are when they're running for these positions. They're saying, oh, we, you know, we need to reevaluate our approach to crime. Or you know that, oh, they're well, not locking people yeah. up. Yeah, well, a couple of them, like Alvin Bragg and uh, Letitia James, all campaigned before they even became prosecutors that they were going to go after Trump. And they made that very clear. And then people voted for him. Yeah, I guess so. But funded by lots of money to get him in. Yeah, but that would be an idea. If you came to me and you're like, hey, Nick, I'm running for DA. I don't think we should lock anybody up. Yeah. No matter what you do. I don't care how much money you have behind you. I'm going to look at that and say, oh, we we need to reevaluate your stance on some of these issues. Take a look at California, what Governor Newsom's doing to this but state. People, Newsom's a great example. People had the chance to get rid of Newsom. You could argue that shitty did they options. really vote for him? Did he really avoid the recall? Was that on the up and up? Why did he declare victory before the votes were even counted this time around? No, I don't think he won legitimately at all any more than Trump lost. We're going in on this podcast. That's common knowledge, man. I've that been the election to... for Gavin Newsom was stolen? Guaranteed, 100%. Apparently, I didn't have access to that knowledge. You think people in California really like what he's doing to our state? <laughs> I think enough people only care that he was a Democrat and they just fall in party line. I mean, you could be right. You could be right. But I don't see it. I've been talking to everybody and I don't know anybody that voted for him. Not one person. I mean, just today I've been talking to people. People are mad. They heard that lockdowns are coming, all this crap with vaccines. People are pissed everywhere I go. They're saying, I'm not complying this time. I'll quit my job. I just talked to a friend in Fortuna. I won't say what business, you know, but, uh, I was talking to him about it and he says, now I've had it. And then I started talking to him about the guy, the pedophile on the side of the road and stuff. Well, they're all pissed off. They know what needs to be done. People need to, you know, the sad thing is people, a lot of people don't like things going on, but they're not willing to be like me and put their name behind it. They are not willing to come to council meetings. They're not even willing half of them to leave a friggin' comment on Facebook because their name gets involved. Basically, I hate to be so harsh, but there's a lot of damn cowards in this county that don't even stick up for children. Even when, like the story I want to talk about is the pedophile, you know, sitting at Table Bluff oh, that overlooks the ocean, the big pullout that overlooks the ocean with his truck door open, one leg hanging out, the other one's on the dash all the way to the driver's or the passenger side door, playing with himself, smoking a meth pipe, 
right for car cars coming in and leaving cars coming in and leaving and he's just doing that right there like that my friend was camping in his rv right next to it he's the one that that signed the report the police report and uh there were some kids that pulled up in there and seen it too and those people left and they're the ones that called the sheriff department and then when the sheriff department came, my friend was still in his RV and they said, well, we got to have somebody that's seen this or we can't do nothing with him. So he filed it and signed his name on it and everything. And then they took him away. He was back in two hours again, you know, out of jail already. But this guy was openly masturbating with kids pulling up in cars with their parents. I mean, that's pretty bold and brazen. The truck door open, your leg hanging out, playing completely naked too, by the way. Well, the sheriff had to give him a pair of pants to wear. And in his booking photo, he still don't have a shirt on. Why is none of that covered in any of the news articles or in what what John Shiv wrote? None of that is covered. It's only because the Because he's the only exposure. one that's man enough to cover it. But even John Shiv didn't dive into any details. It was just he was arrested for indecent exposure and yeah, he was booked. That's why I went further and got the interview myself from the guy who pressed the charges. And what it is, is Lost Coast Outhouse, yep, Outhouse, North Coast Journal, the local news, I informed them all of it. And I've asked them repeatedly, why aren't you covering it? And they don't answer. Why? Okay, I'll tell you why. It's a member of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, who the mayor of Eureka says she will take her kids to a drag queen show, no matter what the venue, any time, any day, mic drop, she says, like she's some kind of star. And I have a video of that too. It's it's on YouTube at a city council meeting when she said it. And uh, so member of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence who come to these sexualized drag queen shows and perv on kids is what they're doing. And this guy is caught masturbating with kids pulling in and out of cars with their parents and not a damn thing said about it because they're protecting them. They're protecting their own is what they're doing. And if that would have been a straight person doing any of that, it would be all over Lost Coast Outpost. And I've been to council meetings and they say, oh, the district attorney and this chief and that chief said, nobody nobody in this uh, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence or this pride community does anything like that. It's only white men in churches. Well, there goes their theory being busted in half right there. They're silent about it. They want people to forget about it. And it, they want it all to go away, and I'm not going to let it go away. Simple as that. I feel the need to say allegedly, mainly because I need to get more well-versed with the <laughs> law. But so from an outsider's perspective who has only read the story, this person was arrested for indecent exposure, booked, released, and... You only get that. You watch. You, oh, wait, wait. You only get that access if you read an article by John Schiff, who is a local. Well, I interviewed the guy that filed the charges. Is that interview anywhere for people to see? No, it was on the phone yesterday. Did you uh, record it? Nope. But he said he'll he'd come on here and take. I'll tell you what. He's going to go to the council meeting on the fifth, and he's going to talk about it, and that'll give you your proof right there. And he says he will put his name on it all day, every day. And you think Outpost, North Coast Journal, all of these other news organizations aren't covering this because of the optics? Because they're protecting the pride community and these people do, that do these sexualized drag queen shows. 
they don't want to expose it. That is such a weird mindset that I think everyone is familiar with the idea that you can't shine a light on this certain instance because it might delegitimize a greater movement or yeah. hurt some yeah. some ideology that people are working towards. It goes so we against have to kind their of narrative. The rug. It goes against their narrative. They don't want to expose one of their own, basically. Which almost hurts the greater movement more than if you said, hey, this person did this and yeah, we why, don't condone that. Why isn't the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence coming, coming out and say, hey, we don't support what this guy's done. I mean, he's one of them. Why aren't they saying that? Well, it's bad press. And so if you were looking at it from a PR perspective, it would be just don't engage in the story and let it die. That Anybody would do that. Okay. And it's back to what I told you about all these drag queens having satanic and grooming stuff on their pages. Now, this guy has a meme of a kid's, a baby's pacifier. Then it goes to a kid's sucker and then a popsicle and then a full grown man's penis. And it says, shh, you've been in training for this your whole life. What kind of message is that? And that's just part of it. He's got satanic crap all over it. You know, I ordered, I organized the protest at the Jefferson Center for the Halloween, supposed Halloween Pride event in October of last year. And I put a post out on Facebook saying it's to be a peaceful protest. Nobody's to engage in any violence whatsoever. Same thing I say at all my protests. And I got there. Cornelius was there sitting on a bench with a flag. I brought Harry Wilcox and I was sitting on the bench. I didn't have a flag. Nobody had any signs. I was just sitting there. And then up on the steps of the Jefferson Center was Leslie Costolino, city council member and member of the Inc. people. She seen me and she sent six of those sisters of perpetual indulgence to impede on me. They got in my face all with this all rainbow makeup on and uh, big old halos like they wear to mock Catholic faith and everything. And there, one of them comes up to me. Hi, sweetie. How you doing? Now, if you even said that to them, that would be considered inappropriate. But no, they could say it to me. I said, don't call me sweetie again or it won't be good for you. You know, I would never hurt anybody. Honestly, I never have. I don't, I don't beat people up. I don't fight. I haven't been in a fight since I was 12. I wasn't there to do anything to any of them just to see what was going on basically. And, um, so they got in my face, this guy took a picture of me, which ended up on the cover of lost coast outhouse saying I was there to terrorize people. They told it a fraudulent ass story. So then the cops came and I walked away from all that. I don't want to be a part of that. So I started going to every vendor. So they're all, they're all LBGTQ, all the vendors and they had cookies and they had paintings and I talked to all of them. Hey, how you doing? I, mean, I don't hate nobody, none of them and got along with them all. And I went over another booth. There's the department of health and human services there with paperwork to trans your kids at a Halloween pride kids drag show. Hmm. Wonder why they were there to trans your kids. Here's some paperwork, paperwork to trans your kid or just informative paperwork on the process of transitioning either or probably both. And then they had another booth selling portraits of Satan and sister Juan a little was there. He was one of the guys that got in my face. We got in a little argument and a little bit later he come up to me and apologized, you know, to me, I've got it on video. We call it the resolution video, what we call it. And anyway, he told me, you know, we told each other, I don't hate you. You don't hate me basically. And 
honestly, I like talking to the guy, but I mean, he's a devil worshiper that comes to kids drag queen shows. I mean, you could see him in a picture standing out in front of old town coffee and chocolates with a puddle of water around him. And he says his water just broke and that he wants everybody to know that him and Sista Gala T are the mark of the beast. But, oh, no, they're not They're not devil worshipers. Mm-mm. Do you think they're just trolling you a little bit? No, no, no. This is before that even happened. You could look at their page yourself and see it. Or not necessarily you, but just trolling in general, that they're posting this stuff because they know it's going to be provocative and upset some people. I don't think it's funny. If they are, I mean. Yeah, but I think you're the demographic that they're trying to troll. Honestly, I didn't know nothing about them until I went to that drag queen show, so they couldn't troll me at all. Uh, but anyway, uh, so then after that, like a day later, Lark Doolin, president of Queer Humboldt, the first transgender superintendent of Samoa school, first transgender superintendent of the county. I don't know, probably the state, but at least the county. He comes on and says, those people weren't there to protest. They were there to terrorize. And he knows it's a freaking lie when he's saying it. And then they they go crying to the Human Rights Commission that they're being terrorized while they prey on children, I might add. So me and some other people that were at that, uh, at that protest went on the Zoom to the, the Human Rights Commission and told Jim Glover and all of them what really happened. And we totally changed their mind. But because of the pressure that they're under and whatever what this whole state is pushing with this whole transgender movement, they can't say anything negative about it. And I'll tell you another example. Well, wait, pause right there. Do you think that's the same pressure that is on these news organizations not to yeah. cover a story involving somebody from this this protected class yep. as they view it? Well, let me tell you something before I forget. Uh, so you're familiar with Butt Porker? Yeah, Steve Parr. So after Butt Porker did his little spiel or whatever at the council meeting, the next meeting we have cops now. We have a cop sitting right there where we speak to guard for us really unruly people. Oh, no. I lost my train of thought on that. Uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So many things. But... um. Steve Parr cop there to yeah, watch you guys. I forgot what I was going Oh, yeah. You're a hateful group, Jim Glover. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You brought it back. So Jim Glover, what she did was the mayor brought Jim Glover in to speak, and he spoke about he, what he did was he came up there and lied and perjured himself right on the YouTube meeting, Access Humboldt meeting. He said that there was a uh, sign found in Hammond Park that said that was threatening transgender children, which is a total friggin' lie. There was a sign, but it said transgenders catch the bat. It said nothing about children. He knows damn good well it didn't say anything about children. And he lied to benefit the mayor and f- further their narrative that somebody's out to get transgender children. They're all a bunch of liars. I'll tell you straight up. And I, I was the first one to speak after him, and I said his ass straight right then and there. And I'll do it again. And... As far as Jim Glover goes, seems like a nice old man, but he's pushing the narrative too because he's gay and he used to frolic around these gay bars. I forget the name of the gay bar in Eureka. It's closed. My friend has pictures of him doing it. And that's Well, there's what, nothing wrong with being a gay guy. There's nothing wrong with being gay, gay but when you're protecting pedophiles just because you're gay. But see, here's the thing. 
Okay. There's a lot to unpack in what you just said. They're protecting the LBGTQ community that's preying on children in this area with sexualized drag queen shows. And even when one of their own gets caught, fail to report on it. That's more than obvious what they're doing. I'll tell you another example. Wait, okay. We, well, we got we to we we unpack some of these examples. Let, Otherwise, let me tell just, you one more thing, just though. going through the So they're, they're protecting. They passed all these hate resolutions, like the Board of Supervisors did two of them. My pastor has a voice recording of them saying, we will burn down your house, you bigot. The Human Rights Commission wants nothing to do with it because it doesn't fit their narrative. Donnie Creekmore, somebody threatened his kids right after the drag queen show petition where that guy put the hateful comment on it. Human Rights Commission won't say nothing about it. So if they're really worried about hate speech, there's two examples that they just avoided. Well, I'm not going to argue with you on the idea that there's a double standard at play here. And I think that's the whole idea behind this pushing of a protected class branding is that these people are vulnerable and they need protection and they need some higher standard than the average citizen. I would agree with that. that I think they're pretty safe after this pedophile been caught. What? I'm not saying that they're not safe. I'm saying <laughs> this is the idea is that yeah. if you belong to this group, you are part of a protected well, class. Hey, I got a good solution. Quit preying on children. Okay. But okay. So the preying on children thing, you think that's what they're doing through the drag shows, or do you think that's the LGBTQ community it's at all large? over America? They're doing it. They're doing it. Who's doing it? The LBGTQ pride community. Their drag queen story hours in school. People are sticking up against it all over America. So is it drag the, your kids to Pride Week? Is it the Pride people or is it these drag queen shows? It's the whole Pride movement, the grooming of children through cartoons and everything else. I mean, it's right in your face. The the demon dog, the demon dog that that's gay and all that other stuff. Uh, uh, okay, how about uh, Blues Clues Gay Pride Parade? I've heard about that. I haven't seen it. Oh my god! I've I, just heard that it was a thing online and people. Well, it starts Blues out. Our family has two mommies. Hurrah! Hurrah! We love each other so proudly, and there's nothing wrong with loving somebody. But it goes on to say two daddies. Our family is non-binary, it's transgender, and it goes on and on through all the alphabets, you know. Uh, how about the San Francisco Gay Choir? We're coming for your children. Uh, have you ever heard that? Really? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. Oh, that's just a parody. They're just making fun of it. No. What about the uh, pride group in the Seattle Bike Bike Parade that were completely nude saying we're coming for your children? Eh. I did see that one. Dude, it's all over. They're not hiding none of it. And but do you th if you were, again if you were going to steal man the other side, they would say we are doing these outreach things so that we can bridge this gap of hate that used to exist. So we're going to what hate? make it culturally acceptable? Well, gay people in the past have nobody been hates any gay people. Not maybe not as much today, but in the past it was definitely and a thing. gay people have worked hard to get where they're at. And then you got this LBGTQ crap coming in, destroying it all. I'm, I'm a member of Gays Against Groovers, for instance. I have. I thought that was a gay organization. Is it not? No. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, yes, it is. It's Gays Against Groovers, gay people that don't want children groomed, that just want to live their life, love who they want, and keep it to themselves. Are you gay? Am I gay? Yeah. No, no, sir. Gays Against Groomers. You could see how I would be a little confused with that. I support them.
because they're gay people that support the non-grooming of children that just want to be gay and be left alone. You support the movement. You're not a part of it. I'm a member of the group. I have my own group too. Hey, groomers, leave those kids alone. I have several groups, actually. Well, I think people hear the term groomer and they just kind of roll their eyes because it's just this catch-all for have you a- seen any, any aspect of the LGBT. What would you say about a children's drag queen show? Can you, I'm sorry, can you pull that mic down? You what, can scoot it out. What would you say mouth. about a children's drag queen show that when the participants dress up like Disney characters and play Akuma Matata and Disney tunes to make it fun for children and use nice colors like the rainbow and all that stuff. Have you seen the gay BCs? I have not. You should I'm going to start taking notes. Things to look up. The later. gay BCs. There's all these books. One of them's the gay BCs and you will be a shock or at least you should be of what they say in there. No, they're reading all these books in schools, man. There's books being found in libraries that talk about little kids having uh, anal sex with adults. Yeah, I'm not disputing that fact. Like, th- those are real things. There are real cases of that happening, right? Well, I'd say that's got a little bit to do with grooming. What about... Yes, it does grooming, but when you say grooming, who sp- are you talking Are you talking about the overarching group? The LGBT dot, yeah. dot, dot, all of them. Yeah, are the LGBTQ community. Yep. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And you think it's with the sole intention to indoctrinate kids into that? Yeah, 100%. Throughout the cartoons, you know, when you go to the doctor now, they're asking your kids what their pronouns are. I I feel sorry for any They've done that for a while. That's bullshit. That's been around for a while. Even the city council members, like even Miles Slattery, it's him, he, I think he goes by. That's ridiculous. They're all all doing this. Uh, Katie Moulton. Right after the drag queen thing, when Kim said what I told you about mic drop and all that crap, she come out right there at a council meeting saying, this is the first time I've ever told anybody, but I'm gay. Like, we don't need to know that. Keep it to yourself. Why are you telling us that, that to us at a council meeting? She's the same one that won't say the Pledge of Allegiance, by the way, and puts her hands behind her back. Well, I think one of the problems, and I was actually just having this conversation the other day, is that for whatever reason, gay has just, it's just become this catch-all for everything. It used to just be the LGB. Lesbian, bisexual, transgender, interracial, asexual, even asexual, which means you don't have sex at all. That's in the alphabet letters. Yeah, so instead of just it being about people loving who they love and you being able to be homosexual and it's not a problem, now it's just this catch-all for everything. Oh, if you're attracted to an dressing animal. up like a dog, yeah, you are now in this pride movement. Putting, and I think that's been a that's been damaging to what the what movement about started putting out litter as. boxes in a classroom for a kid that identifies as a cat? I think that was disproven. I think that was a troll online doing that. I don't think that actually. You know happened. the way things are. I wouldn't doubt if it was true. I mean, nothing shocks me anymore. You know they they got a tampon machine in the boys' bathroom at Arcata High. And, that I believe. And the rape crisis team. It's supposed to be about rape, right? They went to Arcata High and handed out butt plugs and dildos. What kind of race rape crisis team does that crap? Look at uh, what Project Veritas uncovered at the high school down south somewhere where they were doing exactly that, handing out dildos, talking about queer sex, butt plugs, handing them out to high school kids. Sickening. 
You tell me that ain't trying to groom somebody? Hell, queer sex, that's the way to be. Here, that's what I'm talking plug. about is all of this is kind of just folded into pride, where pride used to just mean something very I'll tell specific. you one thing. There's nothing proud about grooming children. If you're gay, great. I don't have no problem with that. Just don't come on to me. And I don't need to hear about how proud you are. I mean, I'm a straight man. Do you see me walking the streets with some kind of symbol talking about how proud I am to be straight? But it's not all gay people doing this. The normal gay people ain't doing any of it. I know lots of people that aren't involved in any of that crap. So it's a fringe element of the movement that is engaging in this. It's a movement of people that prey on children that act like they're the victim. And you've got county officials catering to that. Just like the Human Rights Commission and the Board of Supervisors and the Mayor of Eureka. She knows damn good and well. She, I'd like to see her. What she says about, will she take her kid to a drag queen show with Clinton Ellis Gilmore there now that he's been caught masturbating and all that crap. And you still want your kids around him? You want other people's kids around that? There was a guy dressed in S&M outfit at that drag queen show, walking around the playground with kids in an S&M leather outfit. Is that appropriate? I don't think it is. I think that's absolutely disgusting. Why do you think they believe it's appropriate? Because they like it. That's what they like. I just got in a, in a I guess, I will really call it an argument, a heated debate with this lady that keeps defending the mayor. I won't even say her name, just out of respect for her. But every time I leave a comment on the mayor's page, there she is with a bunch of gibberish crap that makes no sense. So she wants facts, so I show her facts. And then, oh, that's a bunch of propaganda. Uh, it ain't propaganda. It's a fact. I've got articles to back everything up I say. There ain't nothing I've said that ain't true. And I can prove all of it. And uh, she's mad at me right now. She hasn't unfriended me, but she kind of quit talking to me except for the liberal laughing emoji. It's stuff she don't like I get. But she's mad that I won't stick up for queer kids. And I have friends that have, uh, I mean, I have a friend that has a gay son. I don't bug him. I don't say anything to her. It's not about that. I understand that, you know, some people are gay. They feel like they were born that way. But look what's happened in the last few years with this movement of trying to make it appealing to think you're not born in the body that God gave you. Thinking that a boy is really a girl. I mean, I know this lady who's got a little eight-year-old boy. I'll say his name. His name's Gabe, but not anymore. Now it's Gabrielle. I mean, it's kind of like a fad. It's it's really being shoved down their throats. Even at high school, I mean, my grandson tells me about it all the time. And a lot of people are sick of it. Uh, my friend has a son that goes to Arcata High, and they're really, you know how Arcata is, liberal as hell. They're shoving it right down their throats hard, and he's sick of hearing about it. But no, they're trying to make it like enticing to be that way. Like that's a good way for kids to get attention, and it's also a good way for parents to get attention. The confused, misguided parents. Oh, look at my son. He he's a girl now. Oh, look at me. I'm such a inclusive parent. Well, th- it, it's insane when you have those parents who have three or four kids who identify that way when statistically the odds of that happening are are incredibly rare 
I don't, I just get apple juice. It is right. I don't understand how it's gotten to this point. I don't understand being the pushed. drag queen story. Yeah, but to what end? I mean, for I'll what? Tell you right now. Well, is this going to go back to George Soros? No, it's going to Joe Biden. You think Joe Biden wants people? Look what he's done kids? with everything I told you about his administration, trying to normalize all that crap. Yeah, but could you, you could say that that's just because that's what the party is leaning into because of fringe elements. Have you this push for this. heard what they're doing in Washington? Depends on what it is. <laughs> okay, let's say your boy is, let's say, 14, and he wants to be a girl. He wants to take puberty blockers. Well, if the parents don't let him, they'll take the kid away and put him in a shelter and will not tell the parents where he is. That's a new law that's already taken effect in Washington. Taking parents' rights away, trying to confuse children that they're not born in the sex that they are, using the rainbow and children's cartoons to entice them into it. Batman's gay. Robin's gay. Robin's gay with Batman. Uh, Spider-Man's gay. Uh, Iron Man's gay. Wonder Woman's bisexual. SpongeBob SquarePants is gay with Patrick. I saw a clip of Transformers, and I think the Transformer was non-binary and uh, was explaining that uh, to a oh, kid. Oh, a piece of plastic is non-binary now. Well, a machine. A machine. Is non-binary. Dude, I'm telling you, it's so obvious. I don't know how anybody could even... It's not obvious to me. I don't understand how we... How, how it was like we just blinked, and now this is just... This is, this is the way. Because it's all being pushed by the left to defeminize yeah, but men. but it's not... All of the left. I know a lot of liberals who are who are not aligned with this. But I they like can't, to meet one. But they can't say anything because this is the faith of the party now. And so if you speak out, you're going to get ostracized. You can't even say, hey, should we take kids to drag shows? Or you're going to be kicked out Nobody of Nobody wants group. their name on any of it. But I tell you, it's about 1% of these Looney Tunes. And that's about it. And the rest of the population about had enough of it. And yet we're continuing down this path. So because, what does that say? Because they're trying to make stuff hate speech. And most people think it already is. Uh, the First Amendment spells it out clearly. Unless you say speech to threaten somebody's safety, it's not hate speech. Look at Chuck Wilson recently speaking at the Board of Supervisors meeting about transgender men going into children's bathrooms. He spoke and they cut his mic off. Uh Steve Madrone cut his mic off. They violated his First Amendment right 100%, and that should be a lawsuit from that. Yeah, he should he should sue the pants off the county for that. Because that just setting that precedent, and if you listen, the crazy thing is, is I read the Outpost article, and, you know, they tee it up like it's going to be this this hateful rant that he goes on. It sounds like a guy who's just rambling, and then he's, <laughs> he starts bringing up shooting people in the military who the government didn't like. And I didn't attribute that to the trans thing. No. I was just like, okay, no, this guy's like to rambling. You know, Chuck's old, man. He's an old veteran. He comes to city council meetings with Genevieve. They've been warning about the dangers of the vaccine and now this transgender crap. But just to say that that is hate speech and shut yeah. his mic off. Yeah, yeah. And then stand by your guns well, and like say, I this is what you, we're doing. They passed those two hate speech resolutions but they didn't care about my pastor's voicemail of getting his house burned down. You know what I mean? There's nobody threatening any transgenders. Nobody. Nobody's hunting them down. Nobody's doing anything to them. In fact, I don't even nobody's even calling them names. I haven't called them any names except groomer, which is what they are. 
That's it. And you know, you could look at all, you could look on any of these groups like queer Humboldt, uh, uh, what is it? Redwood pride, queer Humboldt, Redwood pride. And the other ones, I can't think of their names right now. Just go on their group right now and you'll see me. I don't know how it gets on there, but everything I've ever said about them is on their pages. And they got me blocked at the same time. Uh, you can see what I said to Lark Doolin. You can see what I said to Sister Wanna Little. You can see what I've said to all of them. And believe me, there's a lot that I've said. There's nobody that fights harder against this crap than me. I can promise you that. And I'm not going to quit fighting against it. And I've said it a hundred times. I don't hate anybody. But, you know, you call me a bigot all day, too, man. Any man that doesn't protect children is a mouse and nothing more. And I will continue to say that. Well, they're going to call you a bigot just for what you said about not taking your kid to a drag show. They will call me a bigot for anything. That's their favorite word. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my friend, he works at a restaurant in Fortuna. Well, he's a damn good dresser, too. And he's a gay man. He could tell you how I treat him. I mean, he's not out doing none of this pride crap. He wants nothing to do with it. He's got a man that he's in love with, and that's it, and that's all. He doesn't bring it to work. He doesn't talk about it. Nothing. In fact, he's disgusted with the whole pride thing, just like the other gay people I know. Well, that's what I was talking about with pride, is that it used to just be a movement for love, this idea of love and let love. And I don't know if... Now it's it's just this catch-all because it's always been that way. And I was just a child back then, so I, w I didn't see it. But now it's, I mean, you've got dildos and people oh, riding around naked, which oh, is... God. But when did it go from the love and let love to now BDSM and furries and all of this other stuff is in Remember when in furries that? were a thing like 10, 15 years ago? People were warning you about that. They're, they're a thing now. What are you talking about? Now it's a good thing to be a furry. Now it's cool. That's all part of the whole damn thing, normalizing those furries, man. They used to hide in, in secret venues. I went a college that I attended. They used to have a furry con, and I missed it because of COVID, but I wanted to go see what it was all about. And the rumors around it were everybody has to be off campus that weekend because you don't want to be around what happens. It's just, it's insane. You it's remember NAMBA? crazy situation. Nam I don't know what that is. Uh, National Association, Boy Love. I forget. I don't know exactly, but it's, it's grown men that want to screw little boys is what it is. So that doesn't really exist anymore. And that's what this new th pride thing has evolved to. So they're, they're like involved in that without the name, you might say. Why has it escalated? Why did it go from love and let love to now it's... I don't know. I mean, you could call me any name you want. I don't give a damn. But ever since Biden took office... Yeah, but all of this has been happening before Biden. This has been a huge increase of push, all of it, since Biden took office. Yeah, but a lot of it happened even under Trump. So I don't think you can just say, yes, Biden What has happened under Trump? All the drag stuff, the... Drag the queen shows have been around forever, but children's drag queen shows are last three years a huge push on all of it. And I've asked them myself, just don't involve little children. Make it 18 and over and nobody will bother you at all. But the fact that they refuse not to involve children exposes them even more. Why do they need little children? Why do they need to twerk their ass in front of little kids? 
Why do little kids benefit from that? Oh, it's to throw them inclusivity. No, it's for you to perv on them is what it is. Shaking your ass in a child's face is unacceptable. And what they were doing at the Jefferson Center, which I have video of, is exactly that. That's exactly what they're doing. And they were having the kids tip them with dollar bills, like a strip club. You telling me that's okay? What if we had some some women dressed in lingerie doing that in front of little kids and little kids were, were tipping them? Well, how do you think that would go over? No, and why don't these these uh, drag queens go to vets' homes and old folks' homes and read stories to them? Why are they only after the children? That exposes them even more. You know what would happen if they went to an old folks' home? The old folks' home would get up with their canes beating the crap out of them is what would happen. Same thing with a vet. Let's see them go to a vet's hall and try to pull that crap. Ain't going to fly. They prey on innocent little children and parents that are dumb enough to accept it. And it's sickening. And I could show you a video of Sister Wanna Little at the Jefferson Center standing up against the wall. And here comes the Disney character dressed like a cat, wiggling her ass and kids' faces. And she goes up to Sister Wanna Little and does this little shake in front of him and then gives him a kiss. And he goes, you know right in front of kids and they prey on special needs kids you got what you call a transition youth group here you've got casa involved in this crap uh big brothers big sisters they're all catering to this transgender pronoun shit every bit of it the health department like i told you with the transition the raven project all of it man they're coming after the kids they're not hiding it they'll say they're not we're not grooming anybody. How is that grooming somebody? Hmm, let me think. Colorful rainbows, Disney songs, and Disney people dressed up as Disney characters. But no, you're not grooming after kids. Mm-mm. I mean, people know. People know what they're doing. When we're done, just do a little research of yourself with the cartoons alone and see what you find. Well, I don't have to. I've, I've seen the books that have been in... Public schools. Why are they making cartoon characters gay? To come after kids, to make it look appealing. What other reason is there to do it? Why would you make a cartoon character gay? Why would you make an ionic figure like Batman gay? Unless you're trying to normalize all of it. And then to take it a step further, non binary, bisexual, not just gay anymore. Uh, Wonder Woman's uh, bisexual. And what'd you say? A Transformer was non binary? You know what that means, right? That means you could screw anything and everything anytime you want. That's what that means. You're not bound to anything. Same thing with pansexual. Pansexual. Well, I think non-binary is you're a guy and a girl at the same time. Pansexual also mentions being a pedophile. And then to top that off. I'm sorry, pansexual? Well, I don't know what pansexual is. That means you're not, a, you're, you can, you can do anything you want with anybody physically, emotionally, you're attracted to them either way. Basically, it throws it out on the table. You can do anything you want. One thing I do is skip thoughts. Like tell you. you got a lot. You got all engines <laughs> running up there. Uh, no, um, the non-binary, the parents. Sorry, can you pull that sucker right in front? Of you. you can move it around. Non-binary. I'm not used to talking to a mic. Non-binary, pansexual. Okay. Okay, I won't mention her name. This liberal that I fight with, argue with on the mayor's page. She's always there. I Do you can't... have a lot of people that you're going back no, and forth with? No, it's just this one those? idiot. It's just her. Sorry, Kelsey. <laughs> anyway. Uh... Oh, my God. 
See, I forgot again. I'm sorry, I killed that train of thought. She's always arguing with me about this and that. and Well, it's challenging because people, you do not seem to be afraid of throwing around the word groomer. And people hear that, and if they're of a certain ideolo- ideological attachment, they will instantly hear that and dis- I, dismiss you. They'll shut you off. It's like a, a word that is triggering. It's the only word that fits. But here's the what I was going to say came back to me. So she is bisexual. She is married to a man who's pansexual, and they're married. It's supposed to be a holy union of God, marriage, common sense. But I don't understand why they're married if they want to be with other people. If you're bisexual and he's pansexual, why are you even married? Why do you want to be with other people? But she wants the label queer. I've never considered anybody that's bisexual to be queer. See, they want this name. This is like a star. This is like a star on your forehead if you're called queer. Oh, look at me. I'm queer. It's like something to be proud of. When I was a kid, if you called somebody a queer, you'd get your ass beat. That would be what you call a bigot right there calling somebody queer, but now it's a popular name, and she wants that label. So does that mean that lesbian, bisexual, transgender, queer, how it all goes into one, does that mean she's transgender too? No, she's a woman that's bisexual, and that's it, and that's all. But they want that label. They want that label as being queer. It's a popularity thing. Look at me, I'm queer. I'm so inclusive. It's it's out of control. You know? If they would just love who they want to love, quit having their parades, trying to push this crap on children, stay out of kids' classrooms, stay out of kindergarten classrooms with your crap, quit having sexualized kids' drag queen shows. By the way, that they wear devil horns and dildos at some of them. That's appropriate in front of a kid. Look at uh, Drag Your Kid to Pride Week in Texas, which is where this liberal moved from to here. Uh so they were playing all this music, which the rap music's crazy. I don't know if you've heard the lyrics in some of this freaking rap music's like Wet Ass Pussy by Cardi B. Well, that's what they're playing at this Drag Your Kids to Pride Week. And on the wall is a sign, neon sign, that says it's not going to lick itself. And they got kids in there tipping drag queens. You tell me they're not going after kids trying to normalize this crap? I mean, you'd have to be, no offense, you'd have to be retarded to think that. And everybody knows it, even they know it. But see, they can't admit that because they like what's going on. They like it. They like, they want the kids to become what they are. They don't see nothing wrong with it. Do you think it's nefarious, though, or they genuinely believe the people, say for they know it's wrong, but all for them. the people doing the drag shows, do you think there is some aspect where they think that they are trying to do a just thing for society and are trying to normalize? If they're dumb this. enough to think that, I believe they do. Yeah. But there are a lot of dumb people in society. I think Tell that's... Tell you what. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think about 90% or more of America are sick of all of it. Like I said, they're about 1% of the population that are doing this crap. And I think it's pushed with money. I don't know why. Why, why does the Human Rights Commission ignore, ignore my pastor's voicemail? When there's true hate and threats on it, why do they ignore Donnie, the threats that Donnie's got against his own kids? Why do they ignore that? Well, because I want an are, answer to that. Why do they ignore that? Those are hateful people, and so they're not a part of this protected class. Look they don't at need Ash protection. Teeter. He went to the disability pride thing, had his own artwork hanging on the wall. They tried to keep him from filming at a public venue. Well, that's it was 
private property. I disagree with what they did, but they're within their right to do it. It's private property. It was. So that's but if they want to be transparent and there's nothing going on wrong, he wasn't doing anything. Yeah, but it's private property. You could just yeah. They the they could have given morally, permission. It's morally, private there's an argument that they should have let him do that. But yeah, by but the why law, didn't they, they let pick, him do it. Is they, what I'm they don't need a reason though. It's private property. That's <laughs> I the can hard tell part. Tell you the reason. Yeah, but we're just speculating. The Ash Cheater thing is a little squirrely because they're within their right. That's something they didn't cross any lines. They just kicked him out because yeah. they didn't want filming. And that's yeah. a justifiable thing. Yeah. If somebody doesn't want to be on camera. Well, they didn't want him filming because he was at that. Uh, well, because he's lost he covered He covered the drag queen thing and lost because populist. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're all fighting against this. You're damn yeah. right we are. Yeah, but he, they're still well within their right. You could say yeah, they did I'm it just because. I'm not going to disagree with that. Of course they are. If it's private property, yeah. I mean, they, these drag queen shows, they're going to start hiring private security. So. If they don't want you around, you'll be escorted out. Well, the CR thing was interesting for that reason because you couldn't film, but it's a public campus. Why can't you film? What are they hiding? Why don't they want nobody to see what they're doing? If there's nothing going wrong, why can't people film? Well, some people just don't like being on camera. I mean, that is a real, an interesting point, but it is a real point that some people, I don't that think that- ain't the reason though. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't think that the you should go to Old Town and they should have all those lot cops up. What does that say about me? Am I hiding something or no? Speaking I just don't want to have Town, cameras. Uh, have you been to Old Town lately? No. Have you seen the rainbow flags that are flying in every damn business in Old Town? Those are all the mayor's buddies. Liberal. But rainbow flag, rainbow flag. You won't see one of them in Fortuna. Not one. What's the point there? We're not going to coddle to that crap. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, but sure. if you're a private business and you want to have a rainbow flag, see, this is where it gets a little dicey. Yeah, start but attaching. they can have one. There's nobody saying they can't. I'm just telling you that there isn't any. There isn't any. You won't find one in Fortuna. That's right. You won't find one in Ferndale either, except when they have their their pride event, like their parades. Then you'll find like one here and there. I bet there are some gay people living in Fortuna or Ferndale that have one. There's only one that I've been able to find in Fortuna. And it was, it's been there for like four years, long before all this crap accelerated like this. And I just think he likes the rainbow, honestly. Yeah, they won over the rainbow. They, they own that now. No, they don't. It's still a symbol of God. The rainbow? It's a symbol of Noah's promise. You're the first person I've heard say that. Oh, I've spread it all over my Facebook page. They, they don't like it either. No, it's not your rainbow. It's God's rainbow. Why don't you have a rainbow up in counter protest then? My rainbow, it lies in the sky after a good rain. That's where my rainbow lies. Could lie on your front lawn, too. Could be a pot of gold on it, too, if it would land in the right place, if you believe in leprechauns. I, of course, then you might get the crap beat out. Yeah, you try to take that gold. By the leprechaun? Damn right. He don't play. You want another one? Keep it going. <laughs> I don't understand why it devolved. Because they're pushing it on kids. That's the the hundred percent straight answer. I want to go back to when people were just gay. I really like my gay friend in Fortuna. You know he's. You know what they say? They, they're they the best dressers? That ain't no friggin' lie. This guy is a dresser, man. 
He is, you'll never see him not looking sharp, man. He just, he's just a good dresser. I mean, he's a nice, clean gentleman. And you know, are you worried about any of the backlash that you're going to get? Or bring it on anytime. Just, ready for it. I already told the human rights commission, the board of supervisors, all of them, bring it on. What do they say? We talked a little bit off air about how you are a staple at the city council meetings. Does anybody say anything to you afterwards? Like, hey, man, what do you? What's going on here? Yeah, they say thanks for speaking up. Really appreciate it. And I totally agree with you. The few people that actually come, like last time, a an older lady, she told me how you know happy she was that I was doing it, and yeah. Yeah. Do you get more support than you do Actually, hate? Actually, my name's very well known in this county. A lot of people tell me all the time, even before the drag queen stuff, about the needle litter fight. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing, man. This is crazy. This is a mess. And Sorry I can't join you. Nobody wants to put their name out like I have. I mean, nobody. And it pisses me off. I've called out my friends on Facebook, you know. It's like you put out these posts, and it feels like you've been ghosted. You know, everybody and their mother sees it. And they see it plain as day, but they will not comment. They won't. Most people won't. Oh, I, I, I have a job for Caltrans, so I can't come to council meetings. I can't go against the establishment. And then you got all the business owners that won't say nothing to the council because they know that they'll, one way or another, they'll pay the price for that. Uh, that's just the way it is. People are afraid to stick their neck out. Like I've had people tell me on the needle that are thinking, I'm not sticking my nose into that. Oh, really? So wait till your freaking kid goes to the beach and steps on a fucking disease needle. And then tell me what you're going to do about it. Wait till your kid gets molested by some idiot, like that idiot whacking off out there. If he's bold enough to sit there with his truck door open, naked, sitting in his truck with cars pulling up next to him, what else will he do that's bold? Wait till one of their kids gets molested or raped by somebody like that. Then maybe they'll wake up. Wait till one of these council members gets poked by a needle when they're cleaning up parks. I mean, Kim wanted parents to send their children to Cooper's Gulch. I just did a cleanup there, too. That place is bad news. She wanted kids to go there and pull ivy that had been recently sprayed with Roundup. And needles are hiding in that ivy. And you want kids to go pull that crap? That's unacceptable. I'm sorry. I get a little angry about shit like that when you... Dude, these parks, they want all these money for parks, want to do all this stuff to them. They're full of needles at night. That's when the transients come in. They start shooting up dope, crapping everywhere, and there's needles everywhere. You know, look at all this money they're putting on artwork. Mural here, mural there. Meanwhile, you'll walk over an alley and there's a big pile of shit dripping down the side of the wall or a boarded up business where there's piss and needle litter. Just drive uh, north through Eureka, coming through Eureka, go by... uh, Go over by the dispensary, uh, uh, wellness center or not the wellness center. Yeah. Proper wellness center. There's a right after it park there and look in that little in cave. And I guarantee you'll find a needle. I drove by there. I don't smoke pot anymore, but when I used to go there, I, as soon as I'd take off, I'd look in there and there'd be like two or three of them in there, like knotted off needles all around them. Uh, drop, go down to old town and drive through some alleyways and tell me what you find. You, well, I don't think anybody's arguing that there's a needle problem or a trash problem. Yeah, but but see, they they put this narrative out that Eureka's safe. 
she brings, Kim brings people in to talk at council meetings to like throw us off and they'll say stuff like, well, I've been walking around. I walk five miles a day and I've never seen a needle. <laughs> you full of shit too. Well, doesn't Eureka have some of the highest crime in the country? It's got the highest crime rate in the state, the highest crime rate in the state, uh, per capita, I believe. Uh, you're, I think, I don't know the exact numbers, but you could look it up very easily and it will tell you that Reek is a easy, Humboldt County in general is an easy place to get murdered. And it's, uh, what is it? 14, man, I wish I would have read it down, but getting mugged or assaulted in this town of Eureka is, is like four times the state average. It's one of the most dangerous places to be in the state. You could look it up. I mean, I don't know what you're going to do with all this video, but you could look that up. It's you, going out. That's what I'm doing with it. I don't do anything to it. I okay. just put it out. Well, I wish I had, we could look that up, and it'll tell you. Very, you could Google it, and it'll tell you right now what it is. Well, people will Google it. Well, some I, people will, but some people already know. Anyway, Eureka is uh, it's not a safe place. And Susan Seaman, when she was mayor, I had tried to have a meeting with her down at Old Town Coffee and Chocolates, and she went in there. I couldn't find her. But anyway, she told me that she gets compliments all the time on how safe Eureka is. And she knew she was lying when she said that. There ain't nobody in the world that's ever said how safe Eureka is. And then they have people come to the council meetings. Well, I have people from out of town. They come in to visit me and they just love it here. It's, it's so clean and safe here. And that's a lie. Drive through Eureka. Tell me what you see. Any time of the day, any time come from the south and head up you know come on up take a look on each side of the road tell me what you see there ain't nobody that even wants to come to eureka people come to costco and shop once a week and then they get the hell out of here simple as that anybody will tell you they avoid eureka like the plague our own sheriff declared eureka a open zombie wasteland like i don't know three years ago on npr radio you got what to, sheriff was that, Hansel? Yep. On NPR radio, what was he doing on there? Talking. About the zombie wasteland of yeah. America. Yep. Yep. Well, him and Rex Bone went on, uh, I forgot what news program it was. Was it Fox? Might have been. Uh, talking about how they're tired of all these drug addicts and the DA down in San Francisco being soft on fentanyl dealers and, and all the the riffraff that happens because of the drugs. And meanwhile, Hatcher's right over here caught selling drugs and then not one word about it from the sheriff or the board of supervisors. Well, we've said it time and time again, you can't speak out against your group. And I think the sheriff that. could do anything he wanted to do. Also, yeah, but it's, it's the, the motivation and the will to do that. See, They're all in cahoots. I've called. You keep coming to that. Do you think that this is some, some big, like everybody's working together. Yeah, I, I know it's it all, is. Uh, it's like a what's the name of that? The one that cleans up all the needles around here. That organization. Oh my god, code enforcement. I've called them and I've told them to do something about this needle litter. And they come to their. I think they come every two years to the council meeting. Not one mention uh, when they go to the council meeting and talk about it. Not one mention of any needles or anything. They clean up houses. They evict people out of that have thousands of needles in the attic, under the house, in the house, everywhere. Not one mention of that. Uh, he told me there's nothing they can do about any of it. 
talk to the council, talk to the count or sorry, talk to the health department. So I talked to the health department, nothing they can do about it. I called the environmental protection agency and they told me the same thing. They told me it all comes down to the city council and mayor and city manager. And is there anybody on the council or the board of supervisors that is, is willing to hear you out on this? If there was, it would be Rex. He's been on cleanups with River Life Foundation before, and he's helped us pick up litter. But, you know, he's stuck in there with the rest of them. But even Kim, she's helped with, I don't know if it was New Directions or Packout, but she's been there for some of those cleanups. She comes there for photo ops after the cleanups are done. That's what she does. I was just at a cleanup where she showed up at the end of it just for a photo op. In fact, I'm- She didn't help clean up anything? I didn't see her pick nothing up or even have a bag in her hand. No, she didn't pick shit up. She was with that liberal that I'm arguing with. You could see it. Look on Packout's page and you'll see Kim and her and her husband and me because the mayor wanted a photo op. And I have no problem with it, you know. I, I'll i say it. I love the mayor, man, but she's confused and she's doing bad things to the city. And I, like I said, I wish I could praise her, man. I wish I could say, man, mayor, you're doing a good job. You know, I live in Fortuna and... Sometimes I'll go to a council meeting there, but I don't go there to bitch. I go there to praise because we have a good mayor, a good, awesome city manager that wants to do good for the town, unlike the one in Eureka. And the chief of police is awesome. He's just an awesome man. His values are awesome. The mayor is awesome. So it ain't like I just go to council meetings to bash people. I give credit where credit is due. You know, I go to Ferndale council meetings. Uh, we actually stopped them from passing a hate res- hate speech resolution there. I, I, me and Donnie and some other people, Ash, we all went there. The, the pastor went there because he lives in Ferndale. We all went there and we told them no. And they voted against it three to two because there's no need for it. And it was all about the pastor's sign warning about LBGTQ and the indoctrination of children. And they're trying to call that hate speech, which that's his First Amendment right right there. Even if they would have passed it, it would have been bogus. The only one that could pass that, and even the one, the Eureka is bogus, the Board of Supervisors. The only one that can pass that is the Supreme Court, and they've already ruled on it. And it's crystal clear. If you want to call some, get somebody accountable for hate speech, it'd have to be saying you're going to have to do harm to somebody or words that cause harm. That's it, and that's all. Have you talked to that guy that got censored by Steve Madrone? Do you know yeah, him? Yeah, I was at the courthouse Friday. We had a rally with him. Did you talk to him about that situation? Yeah, I interviewed him. What do you have to say? He thinks it's ridiculous that they tried to put words in his mouth saying that he wanted to shoot transgender people is basically what they said about him. And Genevieve, do you know who she is? I don't. His wife? She's an oriental lady. They wear the same shirts, matching shirts all the time. They're cute as hell. You can't understand her too well half the time, but she sings these songs at council meetings. Love and freedom, love and freedom. Did Have she it, go on after him on that city council meeting? I don't know. Start singing. Somebody sang. Yeah, that I, was I think her. it was after him. But no, she was at the fair and they had their sign with the the penis with the cross on it, like no trans, no men in women's bathrooms. And she got attacked by a lady over there right in front of the cops. Lady was calling her a bigot and all kinds of names and basically stalking her. And then uh, some idiot swerved at Chuck with his car, got about three foot away, and then swerved away from him. But shit, if you would have done that to one of them, you'd be in jail. I promise you that. 
I just think we're setting a an alarming precedent with the idea of protected groups. I think that that is, there's only one place that that leads and it's not good. Like everyone there's is, nothing to protect them from. Nobody's doing a damn thing to them except speaking out legally like I do and in exposing them and informing people. I would never hurt any of them. If they touch my kid, <laughs> different story. Well, my kids don't, I don't take my kids to drag queen shows. I stick up for all children. And any man that don't do that is a freaking mouse, a mouse and a coward. Okay. So you tell me if my neighbor's molesting his kid, should I just keep my mouth shut and worry well, about my own kids? To, to play the other side, there's a pretty significant difference between taking your kid to a drag show and letting your kid get molested. You could argue the morality of both, but they're not one in the same. Yeah, but should you ignore it just because it ain't your kid? Yeah, but that's like saying, should I ignore my kid eating ice cream for dinner, or should I ignore some homeless guy hitting him upside the head with a brick? Hmm. It's, you don't Well, I don't to, know. I'll tell you this. I won't ignore either. That's all I could say to that. I won't ignore either. And, oh yeah, the city's safe. What about that guy that was set on fire in broad daylight? You heard about that. I didn't hear about that. Really? Apparently, I, yeah. Apparently I'm living under a rock. You better get more informed. <laughs> no, he was walking down the road and he threw gasoline on a guy and set him on fire, burnt the crap out of him. And they were a homeless guy here locally. Yeah. The guy that set the, they're probably both were, you know, uh, the guy that threw the gas and set the fire was a, you know, a drug addict. He, they rested him over at the mission. That's where they were found him at. Do you feel like you're losing a, a battle with this? No, look, I don't feel like I'm losing anything. I've won tons of stuff. I got rid of Brandy. I won't, I won't say all by myself. We've got rid of Brandy Wilson. We got we kept Joshua Cooley from coming here. You know who that is? I don't know who that He's is. He's the pedophile that takes advantage of at-risk children when their parents are on drugs and they're in a motel, like on welfare in a motel, and then he gets in the hot tubs with the kids and molests them. So he went to prison. Instead of being paroled, they did some kind of release with uh, some legal new thing where he comes into the custody of this, hmm, I forget what organization it is. Anyway, they wanted to keep him, They wanted first they wanted to put him on Murder Mountain. Bad idea. He would have been murdered for, for sure. And then they wanted to put him in uh, Freshwater. Nope. They want him there. So then they wanted to put him in Chico. Well, they wanted to put him in Eureka and move him every five days from one motel to the next. Right where he offends people. He wanted to put him in the same spot. And so then they wanted to put him in Chico, and the people in Chico said, hell no. They came over here to the Humboldt County Courthouse, and they said, you bring him there, he ain't going to last long with us. So anyway, he never got put in Eureka. I don't know where he is, but they wanted to do that. They wanted to put a pedophile and house him in the local motels in Eureka. We shut that down. We got that ended. We got rid of Brandy Wilson, like I said. I helped get Hatcher shut down. Uh, yeah, but Hatcher still operates. Well, I, let's say I've got their main building shut down. I exposed all of them, including Larissa Firefox that we talked about. What was her involvement in all that? She was the board of directors, you know. No, I know what her position was, but what was it? Did she just step down because of when the they were caught selling drugs? Okay, the next day she was on her Facebook page saying, "Oh yeah, you frick say the that. city council. I'm going to do whatever I want. I need people to supply me drugs and needles." Okay, totally defied her orders. I exposed all that. I took her Facebook 
of all that. I screenshotted it. I sent it to the mayor and I put it on public posts. I used to have a group called Humboldt against Hatcher where I exposed all this crap, but somebody, you have a lot of Facebook groups. This has been a couple years ago, three years ago, they shut it down. Somebody complained and Facebook, it was just gone one day, all my information erased and everything. No, I've been round and round with all of them. Did you appeal that? No, I started another one. I said, uh, Humboldt Hatcher revised, but then nobody got back involved, you know, trying to get people involved in it. it's hard. They don't want their name in it. They don't want to come to council meetings. So I just, I deleted it all. I said, to hell with it. Then, uh, I started going on groups like take back Eureka, uh, Humboldt County on alert, Scott Bender. He blocked me. They all blocked me. Take back Eureka blocked me because they don't, they don't do nothing to take back Eureka. They hide and they coddle. They're like all, it's weird. These groups, some of them go against what they actually proclaim that they stand for. I'll give you an example of Redale Neighborhood Watch. I joined that and I found 200 needles over by the bridge and I posted it on their page and they said, we don't have a problem with that and blocked me. What kind of bullshit is that? It's like they create these pages to prevent knowledge. And that's what Take Back Eureka is. It's a total joke. So is Humboldt County on alert. And that's why I created my own group, Wake Up Humboldt County, You've Been Alerted. I've got that. I've got Don't Get Poked in Humboldt. Hey, groomers, leave those kids alone. I'm administrator on Humboldt Freedom Coalition. Uh, what is Stand what is, Up Fathers of Humboldt? What's the Humboldt Freedom Coalition? Because that's come up. That's Donnie Creekmore, a, a group that he started a long time ago. That he is pretty much just left open, and it's weird how I became administrator. A total fluke through Facebook. I never asked to be administrator. I was never appointed to be administrator. But Donnie got locked out of it, and somehow. I have no idea. Facebook made me administrator. So I told Donnie about it. He says, I'm cool with it. So I've been administrator. I can. Was that a group that started out of COVID? It's just. Um... Yeah, I think so. Pretty much. Man, you get used to talking with this on. This is so weird. Right. I wanted to ask, because we were talking about the the lockdown, the re- resurgence of lockdowns. And I've been seeing that on the internet. And I, I kind of just wrote that off as some you know, some troll for some people say it's, it's crap and other people know better. That's what that is. You, so your interpretation of that situation is what, that they're going to try to reinstitute a lockdown? It's all about election interference, voter, uh, mail in voting, all that crap. Try to steal election again. 100%. Have you seen 2000 mules? Damn right. I have. Oh, that, <laughs> not, that doesn't prove nothing. Oh, they're just using the same technology the FBI uses to track murderers, but no, there's no proof in that. It's there's so much overwhelming proof of election fraud. It's sickening. I haven't seen two thousand mules, but Donnie, when he was on, was telling me about it. It was like you gotta see. Okay. It. But I, what I heard from two thousand <laughs> mules is that oh, it's this debunked it's not, conspiracy it's thing not. about election fraud. Think about this: we all watched the election ten o'clock at night. Trump's ahead by a huge margin. All of a sudden, there's a supposed water main break. Well, that turned out to be a lie. It was a leaking toilet about two blocks away. They shut down all the voting, kicked everybody out, and that's when the suitcases came out from under the table, which is on video for anybody to see it. They started pulling suitcases. And there's video of uh, those Dominion machines running the same same ballots over and over again. Why would you run the same ballot over and over again? It counts it. That's the end of it. 
because there were Biden votes. Bam, bam, bam. That election is so fraudulent. It's sickening. And I'll never, ever say anything different. If it is, why do you think there's never been some referendum on it where this unsurmountable pile of evidence has been brought forward that has shown, hey, this is what happened? Some corrupt judges that refused to look at the evidence to start with didn't even want to look at the evidence. We all knew who's running. Well, I don't say I want to include you, but most yeah, of us. Yeah, I don't know a lot of what's going on. Most of <laughs> us know who's are. running this country, and it's not Joe Biden. This is Obama's third term with help from the global elite. Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, all those idiots that want us not to eat meat, want us eating bugs. They want 15-minute cities. They're climbing climate change. First it was global warming. Now it's climate change because the global warming don't fit anymore. Do any research. You can see they've been lying to us for years. First, we were going to die from an ice age. Then Greta Thunberg said we'd all be dead by, by right now, 2023. Al Gore said we'd be dead by 2012. You got John Kerry, the climate czar, flying around in a jet that burns six gallons of fuel an hour, heating huge square footage of homes, you know, with natural gas. He, he's got more of a footprint than 100,000 Americans, you know, all these people, not just him, but all Obama and all of them. And why do they all have homes at sea level in Martha's Vineyard if the sea's going to rise and drown everybody out? Why do they keep buying property at sea level and living there if they're so worried about climate change? The only thing causing climate change is volcanoes and the massive amounts of CO2 that it, they give off. It's not man-made, and I'm all for... uh you know, reducing pollution, let's reduce pollution. Look at China and Russia, some of the biggest polluters. They're not on board with no climate change. They don't have any rules. They're the biggest polluters there are. And uh, it's all a bunch of crap. Biden's Inflation Reduction Act is full of COVID crap. So is his infrastructure bill. All of it is COVID crap to make his buddies rich. And people are dumb enough to fall into it, You, you know. Newsom wants to get rid of your generators, your gas lawnmower. Go to the frickin' store. You got electric weed eaters and electric mowers. How are you going to mow four-foot-tall grass with a frickin' electric mower? Well, meanwhile, the, the power fires. grade can't even sustain Yeah, and what the about fires? Cars. Now Biden wants to take away your natural gas stove and have you buy expensive water heaters. And he's got rid of light bulbs. You got to have incandescent now. How did you go down this path? When did it start? Was it COVID that kind of made I'll be you start 100% honest. I didn't know nothing about politics until Trump became president. And I hated Trump. I never hate, I don't hate nobody. I didn't like Trump. He disgusted me. I'm like, rich piece of crap, right? I never liked Trump. Fancy ass son of a bitch, whatever. Then when he became president and I started listening to him, what he was going to do for America and seeing what he done for America, I started loving that man straight up. Think about how good our country was under Trump. There was no, the inflation was unheard of during him. There was no new wars under his presidency. He, we were becoming energy. We were energy independent. We were becoming energy dominant. We'd be so much better shape with, with we had Trump and Biden wouldn't look what Biden did. The first day he took office, he got rid of the XL pipeline. He shut down all kinds of jobs by doing that. He locked down the country forced the vaccine on people or they lose their job. Trump never forced it on anybody. He said, take it if you want. If you don't, don't take it. He never would have forced it on the military. Look at Biden left $85 billion worth of equipment in Afghanistan for the Taliban. Got 13 service members killed, totally unnecessary. Uh, 
they killed a bunch of people. They tried to bomb one of them, one of those Taliban and killed a family. Just one thing after another. Then at the funeral, he's sitting there looking at his watch like he ain't got no time to be there. Now this thing over in Hawaii, he's falling asleep and wants to give him 700 bucks a piece while he give a hundred million, a billion to Ukraine and another 40 billion recently. I think it was 25 billion, wasn't it? I don't know. I think I heard 20, but yeah, he's already given him a hundred billion. So if the 2020 election was stolen and Trump is running for 2024 and it looks like Odds are it's probably going to be Trump versus Biden. Nah. You don't think so? No, Biden ain't going to run. The Democrats don't want him anymore. Yeah, but how are they going to get him out? Unless he They're going to say he's falls in, apart. He's too old and he has dementia. Well, then again, the, the Hunter Biden stuff, it seems like somebody lifted the lid on that because oh. that's coming out finally. Look, how, yeah, I knew that three years ago. They've been, FBI covered all that up, voter and... Uh, election interference big time by calling some people false. would say this is a conspiracy theory it's not though it's been proven along with what they say trump russian collusion yeah a lie made up by hillary clinton it's already been proven i know people who still think trump colluded with russia yeah to they this do. day they do and they're like it's it's a fact they just couldn't pin him no look what hillary clinton did destroyed all those emails but what would keep them from, okay, who do you think is going to be the Democratic nominee? Newsom? Could be Newsom. That scares uh, the shit out of me if they were Newsom. It could be Michelle Obama or Mikey, as I like to call him. As a penis. God, we are touching all the conspiracy he penis. Huh? Mikey has a penis. That's what John is, Rivers. What, I, He's dead. You can't. I came across that for the first time, uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, where supposedly Michelle Obama is a man. Meanwhile, wasn't there some letter that came out from Obama's ex-girlfriend that was like, allegedly, Obama he was fascinated of making love to men. But why is everybody going after Michelle Obama? I've never heard that before. The who said they're going after her? She's just a man. If you're a man, you're a man. But why? Because she has a penis. Yeah, but are there <laughs> pictures of it online? Oh, my God. You know what? Who knows? What the hell they can do online? Put they can Photoshop a penis between her legs sticking through her dress. I don't know, but, but why do you think that she's a man? What what evidence well, or suspicions have led you to? She that? looks like a man. Number one, for number two, it's Obama pushing this transgender shit on the country. It's not Biden. But Biden ain't running shit, man. He's nothing but a puppet. You think that guy's running anything? He's been on vacation 365 days in the last two years. It's like 376. He ain't running nothing. Have you seen him talk? Oh, he's just got a stuttering problem. Oh, really? Well, look back when he was a senator and vice president. Did you see him stutter then? No, you did not see him stutter because he don't have a stuttering problem. He's a senile old man that don't even know where he is. Who's had major brain surgery? He had aneurysm. But I, I, I'm confused. How does that all tie back into Michelle being a man? Why would they? That's why Obama is pressing all this transgender shit. Because he loves transgenders and he's married to one. That's why. But they have kids. Adopted. Try to find a picture of her pregnant online or Google it. I have heard that. Is that real? I haven't been able to find one. Who knows if it's really real? I don't. That's really the least of my worries is whether she's a man or not. I was we were just talking about it. But I care less. Yeah, I just wanted to ask because I I came across that and I'd never heard that. You know, before. it's really important though. Besides the local stuff I've talked about, don't listen to any news. Okay, forget news altogether and just 
Walk outside and tell me what's going on in the world right now. High inflation, record inflation. You go to the grocery store, you buy one little plastic bag of food and it's 60, 70 fricking dollars and there's nothing in it. Go to the gas pump and buy some gas, fucking almost six bucks a gallon, you know, right there's two factors. Uh, then look at the indoctrination of our children. What's going on? All this shit is under Biden. Think back to when Trump was president, how good we had it. We had no well, new war. Just keep it economic. Do you know what the BRICS nation is doing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Almost all countries are trading and uh, rejecting the U.S. dollar. Now, as soon as Saudi Arabia starts trading oil with different currency, that's it. We're done. You'll see tenfold inflation. You will see inflation like you've never seen in your life. So what do you think happens? Where do we go? 2024? What happened is complete government control. 15-minute cities. Look what they're doing to Hawaii. That's what they're going to create over there, 15-minute cities. I've seen uh, yeah, but that's an island. It's already basically a 15-minute city. They're going to make it all electric. Um, there's another place. I wish I would have wrote down the name of it. I think it's in Southern California where they're, they bought this town, and they're going to turn that into a 15-minute city. That's what it's about, complete control by the global elite. People can say that's a conspiracy theory all day. It's a fact. They're going to. They don't want you eating meat. Cows put off too much CO2. They're ruining the earth. Cows are. Even when they fart, they are. Uh, They don't want you. They're going to give you a credit card. They're going to get rid of cash. They're going to give you a credit card, which will lead to the mark of the beast. It says in the Bible that it will, and it's obvious it's headed that way. But you might go to the gas pump and not be able to get gas because you've already driven too much and you've already used too much of your global footprint, your climate footprint. You'll be given a climate score and you won't be able to go anywhere. You'll be trapped. And if you don't vote the way they want you to do, if you don't obey their politics, they will cut your ability off to feed your family. Simple as that. Complete control is what they're after. It sounds so insane hearing you say that, but then you have to parry it with the fact that the world shut down for a few weeks. Why didn't Walmart stay open while they closed down mom and pop businesses all over the place over COVID? They shut down national parks. They closed the outside. You Why couldn't could you go, go to Walmart though? You could go to Walmart and Target. All these big corporations stayed open, but mom and pop, oh no, you got to shut down. Because they want to destroy the American way and, and small businesses. But if there's this global cabal and they blow up the country, how does that benefit them? That's what I don't understand. Benefit who, the global the elite? The global elite, yeah. If you they want your children, the country, for one thing, they're trying to totally, they're all pedophiles. They were trying to normalize pedophilia. Look at the, look up the UN and what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it legal for little the U, kids. The UN? United Nations. Make it legal for little kids to consent for sex with adults. That's the track they're on. You know, Humboldt County is already sold out to the UN. Uh, Joe Biden is trying to make it to where the UN and the World Health Organization, next time there's a pandemic, they'll decide what's best for you. Yeah, that's scary. They'll make you take that vaccine by military force. That's where he's headed. Didn't he just allocate funding for another vaccine? Yeah, he says, we're going to make a new vaccine that works. Yeah. Obviously saying the other ones don't work with the shit unless you want to get killed by it. And then uh, he says, everybody will have to take it, even if you had five boosters. That's what grabs me. Side note about Lost Coast Outpost personally is they are still calling people anti-vax 
you know, for questioning anything about the COVID when vaccine. When Kim Kemp had Lost Coast Outpost, she got paid forty thousand dollars to push that shit on this community. When who? I'm sorry, what? Kim Kemp. She owned Lost Coast Outpost. Yes. Yeah. Does currently or did? Did she oh, redheaded black belt now? Yeah, I didn't know she. I went. Did to, she start. I went Lost to Coast karate Apple? with her. You know, I took karate with her for years. Did she start? That? I believe she did. Yeah, I didn't know that. So now she's Kim Kemp and redheaded black belt, who obvious also refuses to cover the pedophile story. By the way, but I, I was taking karate with the same teacher she had, and you know they kicked me out of karate for being hateful to the LBGTQ community, even though I explained to her I don't hate anybody that's gay. I just don't want them doing this to kids. Kicked out of karate after 20 years. Supposed to be this uh, big, tight family. So, you know, to say that I've taken blows from doing what I do is an understatement. That really hurt me. I thought, you know, I was like family to her, and she threw me away like a piece of trash and threw my kids away like a piece of trash. And, of course, they're all they're all uh, vaccine lovers. Oh, I got my vaccine, and uh, oh, I just had a mild irritation. That's all I had. But one of them's got throat cancer, or had cancer, and the other one had a friggin' heart attack, full-blown heart attack. Well, no, it's not the vaccine that did it. Mm-mm. No. I would just like to know what the truth is, especially around the myocardial You can't thing. handle the truth. Yeah, right? <laughs> but you, anecdotally, you see all of these people that are relatively young, athletes, people in great shape, and they're just dying. And part of you wants Every to day. be like, okay, that just happens. People die. That's just the reality of life. But then it have it's so in your face now that what's going on there? You see, most people aren't seeing that. Most of these liberals don't see none of that. They don't watch news that covers any of it. But yeah, uh, ask Steve Steve Parr, butt porker, you know, the world famous butt porker about his wife. You know the story of that? I don't. Steve had a bad tooth, right? And the dentist wouldn't see him and wouldn't see him. And so it ended up going so bad. He ended up going into a coma. And they took him, I think, to Portland. And we thought he was going to die. He had a big hole in his throat and everything. He's got a huge scar. So uh, they told his wife he's going to die. And the only way you can see him is to take this friggin' vaccine. But before that, the doctors kept calling the house, come in and get your vaccine. Come get your vaccine. Steve told them off, said, don't ever friggin' call my wife to her to get that fucking poison-ass vaccine. Anyway, she got it. And she's been to the emergency room over 32 times since she's got it. Just one problem after another. My own daughter is 25 years old. They made her take one because she's a nurse assistant. Liver failure. uh, From the first day she got the shot, female bleeding, just profuse, you know, like you would when you have a period, but no period, just bleeding, female bleeding. And then the liver failure, full-blown liver failure. I mean, she's not dead. Not really close to dying, but her liver's fricked up bad. Um, The lady Donna that worked for the county here, they made her take it, and she died. She died shortly after. Uh, Let's see, who else? Look at all the police officers that have just recently died. Like one, two, three of them right in a row. I'll bet you 100 bucks they took that vaccine. I know they did, or they wouldn't be a police officer because it was mandated. Did the county mandate it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Miles Slattery mandated it all for all county employees. If you didn't take it, you're gone. They locked us out of city hall for months. We we stood outside protesting instead because they locked us out. And then when they let us in, they made us wear the mask, made us wear the mask, which is kind of stupid too because they made us wear the mask. It's totally virtually signaling. Miles Slattery had two of them on the whole time. Like 
because he's getting paid to do that. Ain't that stupid? Anyway, so right after they lifted the mask mandate, I went in there and I think Natalie was still there. It's before she came board of supervisors. So there's Natalie, Susan Seaman, and Kim. And I think it was Susan. <coughs> no mask on. The whole chamber's full of people. It was one of the biggest uh, crowds ever in the council because <coughs> it was right after the drag queen thing. And so all these liberal nut jobs were there to defend the drag queen show. So she was coughing. <coughs> and then Natalie started coughing. <coughs> and the other one started coughing. <coughs> None of them wearing a freaking mask. Just spreading shit everywhere. Oh, I've got a little cold. They're such hypocrites. It's absolutely sickening. None of it's about health and safety. It's about obey us and virtually signaling they've been paid to do it all just like freaking lost coast outhouse got paid to push it on the community even members of the board of supervisors pushed it on this community well everybody was pushing it in their defense they're getting paid to push it, it. how how much <laughs> how much money do you think the health department got paid to push that shit i fuck I forget her name, the lady running that, but she's already retired with the huge benefits and everything. Uh, I don't remember her name though, but I know people that still wear masks that are I'm still tired of it, ride or die. They just, they just can't let go of the mask. I go into Safeway and there's these people walking in with masks on. I just stare at them. I'm like, how stupid are you? I think people just, it was so chaotic that they just, went along to get along and now that we've some made it did. through to some extent some people did made it through to some extent nobody wants to look back at what we did during that time they had a structure that you had to wear a mask going into a restaurant and then if you sat down at your table covid was gone but then and you, you could take to to off the bathroom mask. put your put mask back, back on. on i never played that game I never, I walked into Peppers every time without a mask. But on. how, in retrospect, how stupid is that? And who, it's retarded. But you got the world to do it, or at least you got us to do it in California and a lot of states. Florida came out pretty well, but you can't talk about Florida because that's the dumbest thing ever. And people are that dumb to comply while, while they know that. Uh, okay. So when you're eating, you're okay. If you're on an airplane, you got to wear it the whole time. You're six feet distance, but you're on an airplane sitting next to tons of people around you, but then it's peanut time. So go take your mask off for your snack now. I just, I don't think they thought about it. And he was, this is, these are the rules. <laughs> this is what you do to fit into society. <laughs> I didn't think about it. I mean, some people are willing to do anything they're told, I guess. Well, when it's time to board the, tra board the train car, you know, they'll be the first one lining up. Yeah. <laughs> So I got to ask him, we can end it on this because I got to get out of here. Okay. That's why I get mad though. These people that are complying are screwing us all over. They fell for it once. If they fall for it again, they're just stupid. There's a lot of stupid people out there. There's a lot of stupid people in the world. Yeah. Some might say we're both in that group too. So, Oh, I'm sure there's people that are going to watch it. I really don't care. I've done my own research. I know what I'm talking about. That term research has been forever ruined. By both sides. Do your well, own research. One thing that I what like. What does that mean? It means. 
No, I know, but that it, that phrasing has been burned. Yeah. Now you can say that, and you could your research could be you were sitting on the toilet yeah. reading a paper. Yeah. What I like to say though is, don't do any research. Just take a look at what's going on in our country. Don't watch news. Just see what's happening. If you can't figure out what's going on by doing that, then you're stupid. Okay, so this is what I wanted to ask and end on is, how do you see 2024 play out? I'd tell you how I'd like to see it. How do you see it? Not how you like to see <laughs> oh, okay. it. okay. How, how do you think it's actually going to play out? I don't out? know. There's a couple scenarios. One of them is we don't have an election at all and Democrats stay in power. Through some war or some They'll emergency. figure some way out to do some kind of declaration that it's not safe to have an election. That's why they're implementing all this crap. These lockdowns are going to come. I Meanwhile, see, Ukraine said they're not going to do an election. Yeah, I, mean, I know about that. Yeah, that's exactly the model they'll follow. And I think Trump's coming back. I think he's going to clean frickin' house. That's what I think. All those charges, I don't care if there is 91. They're all bullshit, every damn one of them. And he's going to beat them. And if he doesn't beat them, I think Americans are going to stand up. And we're going to have a revolution. People are sick of it. That mugshot backfired. That could not have gone worse. I don't think it. Why did it backfire? Because they thought that was going to be the end of him. Oh. They thought they were going to put out that mugshot, and people were going to say, "Oh, we can't associate with this guy." But people love the mugshot. Yeah, because he's staring them down, saying, "Election interference, buddy." No. There's a lot of people that love Trump, and there's a lot of black people that love Trump that are supporting him right now. And their racial divide bullshit ain't cutting it. You know, Biden, he promised when he was uh, running for election that he would unite both parties and he would unite everybody. He also said he would get rid of COVID. But, you know, he's a liar. Well, Biden said a lot of things. He said a lot of things from other people, but I could post stuff on Facebook that he's actually said that would get me thrown off Facebook, blocked immediately, Facebook jail. I've already done it. When he's using the N word and calling black people names and saying basically they're animals and all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's so much footage of what Biden's done throughout the years. He's the most racist president in history. I mean, <clears throat> he did an, uh, Robert C. Byrd, Ku Klux Klan, spoke at his funeral. Spoke at whose funeral? Robert C. Byrd, exalter of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, Joe Biden spoke at his funeral. Yeah. And Robert C. Byrd helped Biden get elected as senator. He funded his campaign. You know, Democrats are the party of the Ku Klux Klan. They always have been. To do some research on history, par party of racial divide and racial hate, and it's not the Republican Party. But people think it is. White supremacy. Biden says the biggest threat to America is white supremacists. No, it's not. It's you, Biden. It's an interesting time. It's going to be. My friend says it's an interesting time to be alive. It's going to get interesting, he says. Going to get interesting. I'm going to get. What are you talking about? I, I've never felt like things have been this dicey, which isn't saying much because I'm only 25, but. It just, it feels like we're, we're not in a good place. It's like we're, we're not in a good place. We're headed for World War III is where we're headed. We're headed for the devaluation of the dollar. We're headed for poverty like you've never seen. We're headed for socialism. 
We're held at, headed for depopulation. We're headed for a purge. All this stuff, think about it. Fentanyl crisis. People ODing left and right. The border's wide open with fentanyl coming from China, killing our youth. Uh, they're trying to make pedophilia normal, even with these people that call themselves MAPs, minor attracted persons, or YAPs, youth attracted persons. You got Democratic professors saying pedophiles need to be destigmatized and be accepted for what they are. Quit calling them pedophiles, call them MAPs. Okay, what's going to happen when people, they make pedophilia normal, they make it legal for little kids to consent? What do you think is going to happen when somebody touches somebody's kid? It's a purge. Uh, let's kill them with the fentanyl. Let's create a purge. Let's release violent criminals that can come in your house and the cops can't even make them leave. It's up to you how to deal with them. Well, how do you deal with them? What would you do if somebody came to your house and said they weren't going to leave and the cops couldn't do nothing about it? You might use your backhoe or you might have some pigs that are hungry. I don't know. But that's what they're trying to do, depopulate and create a purge on top of it to depopulate more. I mean, I see it as 100% obvious. It's right in our faces. It really is. All right, well, James, I got to get out of here. Okay. This was fun, man. Yeah, it lasted wanna... a lot longer than I thought it was going to. Yeah, we put in some time. Do yeah. you want to plug all of your stuff where people can find you, your Facebook groups? Well, wake up Humboldt County, you've been alerted. Hey, groomers, leave those kids alone. Those are both groups I run. Uh, you know, my name's James Harrison Graham on Facebook. Ooh, now I'm going to get some flack. <laughs> I'm ready for you. Come on. You know, the only one that don't like facts are the people that like what's going on. And that's the way it's always going to be. Okay. I'll, I'll get up here, say anything that's a lie. Not one damn thing that's a lie. Not one thing. And I've got proof and facts right here on my phone for most of everything I've said. Especially the needle thing and how the mayor has coddled the syringe exchange, even when they're caught selling drugs, bottom of the van. I've got news articles like I showed you. It's all right here on this phone. And I've got proof of the drag queen stuff I was talking about, about I can show you where they were twerking their ass in children's faces. I can show you where like a witchcraft evil lady came in and a little kid ran out of the building crying. His mom chased him out and then she brought him back in. I can show you that. I could show you how they exposed themselves. I got videos of it. I've got it all. Are you going to put any of that out on your Facebook page or anything? Or it's it's all over my Facebook page and has been. So it's out if people want to see it. Yeah, and you can see all of it on Wake Up Wake Up Humboldt County. You've been alerted. It's all right there. Okay. Well, thanks, James. This was fun. Thank you. I was glad to meet you, man. Yeah, you too. 